any of this on the mic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How does this work? This way. Let me just redo the everything real quick. There we go. So that should be tight enough right there, but yeah. That's general. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I was trying to make this a fun one, but uh, now I just feel like I manipulated y'all to come. <laughs> no. Can you hear me? Yeah. I can't hear shit from me. That's good. Now, okay, there we go. But you can hear me. I can hear you. I think that means my, my headset isn't. This chair's about to break. Is it? If, if mid... Do you want to switch past. it for the other one? You want to start over? Yeah. You want to start over? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had no idea we were even rolling. Well, that's kind of what makes it good. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. You want to switch that chair? It'll, it'll be good talk me. I don't know why. Now I can. Super fun. Oh, that's why. You need to get Test, a test, test. Yeah. I can hear myself better. That's good. Your your mic is like what? Oh, what's up, dude? I haven't seen you in a while. Been all right. You're now Victor one one, right? Victor one one. I like forgot about that too. How's that going? It's going. I uh, I feel like nothing has changed. I work at the same place. You work at the Raz. You work at the Raz. Work at the Raz. <laughs> work at the Raz, and it, it's. I think I just uh, am doing the same thing. I'm doing exactly what I was doing before, just uh, I guess in a battalion now. That's, I don't know, dude. I was really resistant, and I was hoping this would happen to you. I was really resistant of going to where I went. Mm -hmm. And then, especially with... I forgot, yeah, you're in Especially with the chief. Yeah. Dude, it's been, like, incredible. Yeah, that's good. I got my FMF pin. Like, I know, yeah. I'm not getting basically kicked out of the Navy, which would have happened if I didn't have my FMF pin. Right. I would have at least gone needs of the Navy and like showed up somewhere with an SP and just looked like a total piece of shit. No, I know. That would have been essentially a uh, career killer already if you don't have your pin. They're going to be like, mm -hmm. oh, this guy sucks. Yeah. Put and that's, that's even what uh, the IDC and 2 1 was saying. He's yeah. like, yeah, dude, you can show up to another place without your pin. He's just like, but the second I, I read your rocker, yeah, I'm going to think you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Why don't you have your pin? Yeah. And like, you're just, funny. you're kind of blacklisted ever since. Mm -hmm. And um, that kind of happened to me at Fort Belvoir. I showed up from core school and I have like my fat stack. Yeah. And uh, like, I'm talking with my handler in the beginning. You had a handler? Yeah. You didn't have a... Um, like a point of contact to... Oh, uh, point of contact, yeah. Yeah, and point like he's like showing me around and shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit concerned why I can't hear myself good. Uh, can you hear myself good in here? I can hear myself good in there. Can you hear me, though? <laughs> you... Yeah. You hear me good in the in the headphones. I hear you very well. Dude, Jamie, can you... Can yeah, you Jamie. 
Jimmy, could you pull up his uh, volume? Maybe it's because I have a speaker on. No, I think it's just because you're a soft talker. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to start over? Whoa. Whoa. Are I you am, like super loud now? I am going, yeah. Bring me down to a, a 10. You're, we were at an 11. My there. kids, I, I think I fixed it. My kids uh, come in here and fuck with it. I'm just, I'm done. The bit's yeah, over. The, the, the bit's, bit's over. The bit's been done. Um, it's flapping in the wind. My kids come in here and just fuck with everything. So yeah. uh, I figured you would, you would be like, yo, what is this? Yeah, what is this? <laughs> Pull it out, dude. Let's, right, let's I've see. had these since uh, deployment. Got some. These are Ert Novechki squirt guns. Ert Novechki? Yeah. Sounds you, pretty communist. What's up, what's up with this? Do you not know either of those companies? Ert. Ert? The little seal thing? Oh, Ert. Yeah. Oh, and wait. then Novechki, the Oregon gun Oh, maker? okay, yeah. Yeah, dude, we could just point them at each other's faces. Yeah. <laughs> I guess there's Flag? something like... What was that? There's a trigger on. Oh. Oh, it's California compliant. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Can't if shoot I, it. See, if I pull this out and then reinsert it, pulled off YouTube. <laughs> yeah, it's done. Let me put this suppressor on. Flag. Yeah. So, uh, what is this chambered in? Um, I don't know, dude. H2O. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, H2O. Something clever. It'd be pretty cool to fill this up with acid and shoot yeah. at people. Just shoot your LPO in the <laughs> face with acid. You should never do that. No, no. But if I don't, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. But um, if you don't have your FMF pin, that would be expected out of you. Dude, it's so funny. I've never dealt with. So, when I showed up to where I'm at now, mm-hmm. I remember talking to Kung, because like they're like, "Hey, dude, just go study your FMF pin." Yeah. I'm just like locked away in some fucking closet somewhere. Like some dude pop in, like you're still here. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here. Oh, dude, you can go home. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm just studying. Like, y'all don't, I'm good. Like, it's Friday. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, I don't like, want to see my family. Yeah. Kung <laughs> comes and sits down. He's talking to me. I'm like, so what do they have you doing? Like, yeah, I don't know. I see like a couple sick call patients, but like, I have my pin. Everybody that doesn't have a pin just is like mopping floors and doing all this yeah. shit. And it's not like crazy, Mm-mm. but it truly is like that. And like one of the one of the HM2s, there's one HM2 that's not pinned, and then there's one HM2 that's like trying to pick up E6. Totally respect it. He's been in like yeah. 11 years. And um, there's Garcia's brother. He's mm-hmm. also, but he's he's pretty chill. He's been gone though. And then uh, there's this other one that knows uh, Whitaker. Oh, sick. And uh, he's just like, let him suffer, bro. I'm like, yeah. He's like, dude, fuck sick call, fuck all that shit, dude. Yeah, he's like, you've been here, you've done that, you just got your pin, like, fuck them. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Yeah, I'm here. And uh, you tell me so. Yeah, on what is it like Wednesday at pool coverage, and uh, it got canceled. I'm like, hey, do y'all want me to come back? He's like, ah, oh, yeah, I think Chief mentioned something about you this morning. And, like the whole ride back for 45 minutes, like, oh, dude, I'm a piece of shit. Oh, I just you, you came up here, yeah. I yeah, I just I felt like I was a piece of shit, and like they're gonna talk to me, like you don't do anything around here. You're right. <laughs> yeah. He told but, me not to. <laughs> not now. Yeah. You know, those are strong words, but. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was interesting, and I I I do try and pick up you know sick call patients and shit. It's yeah. so different though. So you went back to do sick call. 
that's mainly what my new unit is, is sick yeah. call. But what did the chief call you back for? He just needed morning muster for MOL. Oh. That's <laughs> yeah, I was all up in my head for nothing, dude. Yeah, I you're go, like, you come over and like your salute. It's just like, wait, wait, whoa, what's going on here? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just really nervous. You <laughs> click your heels together like a Nazi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Making your, noise. Your attention is like this. Like yeah, yeah. Side. Yeah, knife hands and shit. Have you seen that uh, show? What was it with the with the Nazis and the Japanese took over America? Man in the High Tower. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen that? No, that freaks me out. It's so it's weird. It, it goes off the rails. Yeah. But uh, what freaked me out was like all the military uniform customs of the Nazis, mm-hmm. like the clicking of the heels and like their attention is like knife hands at the side. Yeah, yeah. And every time their salute, which is a Roman salute, like I'm not gonna do it. It's fucking good. The, <laughs> yeah. That one. Yeah. Yeah. The one. Yeah. You know, the one. The high the high tower yeah. formation. Yeah. Well, it's a Roman salute, and they're used to they're that used to be common. So, yeah. yeah. Do you know the history they just, they of, just, of Nazis or anything? They like just that? ruined. They just ruined the fun of the Roman salute. Well, the Nazis ripped off a bunch of different shit. Yeah, no, they're not original. No, mm-hmm. and um, they also. What did they do? They. Uh, what is it when you have, like, a, a group together and they all try and, like, figure something out, like, troubleshoot? Like brainstorming? Brains- they brainstormed the swastika, and it had, like, many iterations. Yeah, I'm sure that took a long time. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, super complex, just... Well, yeah, they, I mean, they <laughs> they tilted and reversed the Native American, or is it, is it Indian? Like, India the nation, or, like, Native American, the, the, the four seasons. It's, like, literally uh, the four seasons. Uh, and it has, it'll have, like, little dots. Oh, um, I don't know if it was Native American. I think it was actual Indian. Yeah, from yeah. India. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the chakras. No, dude. It's it's you. F- so the swastikas on a like a like a diamond, right? Yeah. It's set up like a diamond. Mm-hmm. The other, the native, whatever it is, it's flipped the other direction. So the the stents are going the other direction, and it's flat. And then mm. sometimes you'll see it where it has four dots on each flat side. And yeah. where it is, yeah. they have to post up, like, this is not a swastika. This is a very ancient, no, no, no. Right, or, right. I don't know. If I feel that's interesting. but It is interesting. Yeah, I mean, the history, especially as odd as it sounds, is, is one of the most interesting militaries um, and just mindsets was, like, the f- 30s, 40s, mm. 1930s, 40s, uh, germany like the nazi army was like such an such an uh kind of like an outcast of militaries but they wanted to they wanted to be obviously su- superior but they were kind of just snagging what they liked from other militaries right. and, wh- and whatnot but like just downright like interesting yeah and then what always got me it's like where did they get these generals you know like yeah you think they like recruited them or like as in well, didn't most of them, weren't they regular German army, or did... Right, so, well, so yeah. I'm confused on the history. I'm A, I'm bad at history. Yeah. And then B, like, so was... After a war, you're usually not allowed to have a military, right? Um, depends what conventions you used to follow. Like, Geneva Convention, after, after 1945, like, everyone was... I mean, the Nuremberg Trials. Right. Like, after that was, like... But that's World War II. World War II, yeah. So what my my question is, and again, I'm bad at history. I'm just ignorant. 
is after World War One, uh-huh. was Germany allowed to have a military? Um, so I'm, I, if I'm not mistaken, it was kind of like a, um, a schism between military and politics at the time. So it was a a, t- a period of instability mm. for for Germany. Yeah, which is a perfect time for a leader to pick up right. you know where everything's left off like everyone was desperate for leadership everyone you know reconstruction jobs are not in uh people are not holding jobs and um there was that schism but then what brought it back together was that charismatic that dictator yeah basically the, the best they could have got right so my thing is, is like, did these generals, and I'm sure each general can very clearly be tracked to like where they came from. Yeah. But did these generals, because a general in the military has been in for 30 years mm-hmm. plus, like, yeah. I don't think there's really any generals that haven't been in for 30 plus years. Like the, yeah, the yeah. career of a officer's so much longer than enlisted. Right, right. Um, Like, did they just, oh, you've been in the regular German military for whatever. Mm. Do you want to come over and be a Nazi or we kill you? Kind of had no choice. Yeah, you kind of had no choice. Yeah. So you have this 35-year-old general, or do you just have this political figure? And I'm pretty sure this is as well with the Nazis, just like, all right, now you're a you're an SS whatever colonel right. in, yeah, the, yeah. in my military, which mm-hmm. would be like a 35-year position in any right. other military. Yeah. I don't know that, though. Um, so, yeah, with, with that was basically um, anyone that was left over, and like from the original, um, like not Tufelhunden, but that was, uh, but like around that time, like World War One, yeah. anyone who was left over from that war, they kind of just gave him the SS. Yeah, and it wasn't even just SS, um, but it was like the Luftwaffe, which was the like the Air Force, mm-hmm. um, and then I mean, there's different ways to say, it, but like the Wehrmacht, which is like the army, like okay. uh, I suppose it's work machine. And then that's where it really came from. Was basically that this this uh, this war machine that they had leftover parts and they just mm-hmm. like upgraded them. Yeah. Like, hey, now you're a Nazi. This is the war we're preparing to fight. Yeah. So I guess to put it loosely, be like, okay, you you've been recon for so many generations mm. in a time of war or not, like Desert Storm, right? Time yeah. of peace. Then Afghanistan. We're starting Marsoc you'd be a perfect fit. You want to come over? Yeah. Kind of like that? Um, or yeah, ju- or yeah. just like you're still in the army, like here's an SS badge. Uh, I mean, a bit of both. I mean, it would be the way that they really did was you're in. Like let's say, like to, to compare it, let's say like Marsoc is starting up, like the SS is starting up, Nazi, yeah. Nazi, Germany's becoming prevalent. Now you were a, let's say staff sergeant. Mm-hmm. Now you're a staff sergeant. You're, right. you're a Nazi. Yeah. Like, this is what this is the power we're giving you. And now you can basically do whatever you want. Yeah. You have shock troops under you. So it's basically shock troops. German shock troops. Um so then the Daily Stormer, you know? <laughs> so with that, I mean I, first of all, they were horrible people. I mean, to to not talk about them too much in a in a highlight, but um most of them were kind of just like Well, well, what Nazis? I would good. say I would say twofold, <laughs> right? Yeah. So there is. It's always twofold, you know. Yeah, I don't think everything's. You have the special assholes that were 
conducting experiments on yeah the internment camps. You had the guards of the internment camps, mm-hmm. and some would. I think some are documented, like, I was just doing my job, yeah. you know, in some horrible German accent. Right, right. And I think we definitely have that in our country and other countries. It's like, yeah, you know, it's pretty shitty when, uh, when prison guard unions lobby to keep marijuana illegal so they can keep the, the rooms stocked in their prison. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fucked up. Right, yeah. But, you know... And then you just you have people like oh my my great grandfather was a a guard in this prison right and you're like yeah and then you have some fucking German dude just like I don't know why I'm here but I press button <laughs> and I don't die <laughs> yeah, and yeah. he you know gases a bunch of people mm. and then you have the head scientist of all these fucked up experiments and and like what is it um it was Joseph Mengele oh I don't know yeah M- Mengele <laughs> was a, he's a he's in charge of that. Uh, operation well what i'm what i'm saying is like uh what is it in not a real thing but like in fury with brad pitt uh, yeah they're fighting the germans and then uh, an ss gets walked through and he like freaks out he's like that's the real asshole yeah N- not the common soldier that's just basically recruited or uh yeah. had to go through the draft and it's just like i was born in germany mm. in this time period i get killed or sent to a camp or a fight with a rifle Right, yeah. And then you have, like, the dude that's super proud, the SS dude, the mm-hmm. guy that really tried hard and yeah. really believes in all the Nazi bullshit. So that, I think it's too... F- I, I don't know. It is. It, I mean, it is twofold. There's there the Nazi, like, the higher up, like, SS, we're talking about, like, straight from Hitler's mouth. Like, those guys, um, the the common soldier were just fighting a proxy war for him. Like they yeah. were, they were kind of just picked up and being like, all right, like you're gonna I just f- learn what proxy war meant. Yeah, like because yeah, of this whole right. fucking shit going on right now. Well, I mean, I think what's going on right now is absolute bullshit. It's bullshit, but uh, okay. Remember, we're gonna we're gonna were we finished on the subject? Sorry. Yeah, Nazis, uh, interesting people. Uh, nowadays, that would never get past. That wouldn't that wouldn't happen anymore. I think most things that happen in World War Two. And uh, and not because like treaties and conventions, it's it's because people are starting to think like, hey, like this isn't right to do. Yeah, so people are starting to more, be more cognizant of like, hey, like what is right and what is wrong. And then you have this is a good segue. Now we have these proxy wars, right? But I would say I don't know if it would never happen because you you still have like persecution of Christians, persecution of Muslims like genocides of both of them in in these yeah. different countries. Yeah. Now it's not necessarily the three to the same magnitude yeah. of America, China, Russia. Well, t- I think the persecution of the Muslims was China. Mm-hmm. They had a province in there that started well, the I forget, persecution. It was um it was like the Uyghurs, the Uyghurs. It's the yeah, one of those. The Uyghur not, Mo- not Uyghurs, but Right. But it was easy. It's you know, what is it called when you <laughs> match silly words with things um the Uyghur muslims got persecuted like not long ago and i remember my yeah. jewish friend was like this is fucked up i was like dude what do you care you're jewish he's like i believe in the right to like right people to, to practice all religions so mm-hmm. long as it doesn't affect me you know right, right. that for me i was like because i basically i fought the the muslim war in right. afghanistan yeah all of GWAP was yeah and like for a jewish person who Typically, those two religions don't get 
along together to say that. Yeah. Oh. And then I saw, I think it was somewhere, either it was a group of Christians like doing an arm barricade around mm. a group of Muslims like praying in yeah. a place they were being persecuted or maybe vice versa where it's like Muslims like I've protecting Christians. And it's like, oh, that's that's pretty beautiful. Um, I don't know. People are people are good and people are evil all in the same. So when you say yeah. like, I don't think that could happen. To that magnitude, no. I don't think the... The persecution of, of someone to that magnitude? Like... Or know, just co- the military being that... that like, well, both. I mean, now the militarist military side um anything's possible yeah i mean that's power that's the most strong thing and just like dictatorship right i mean you can't stop someone to do that if you have you know cronies and and people Mm -hmm. who are bowing down to him but um i mean more like concentration camps yeah i don't know man like well to like the like nazi germany magnitude i don't think that would be possible i don't want to put my tinfoil hat on but like uh in other countries if you're not vaccinated or if you're just yeah. in a country that is like covid's a big deal like australia i don't i don't keep they're up not, too they're not burning them though they're, they're not, not burning them but <laughs> yeah. they are they were arresting people yeah like making sure they were in their house you're not mm-hmm. in your house like you're walking on the street they arrest you and then my uh my wife's mother in czech republic this was the height of it i, I don't think it's like this now but like you couldn't walk a certain feet past your house to take your dog for a piss or shit. Right, right. If you did, then it was like, so it was getting a little scary. And like the curfews that they had. Yeah. I don't know. what. It did you did you have pieces of paper signed from your command at, at your before here? They gave they would give me every so often like a piece of paper. I'm like, what is this? And it's like your permission to be on the streets. Page 13 and stuff. Yeah. Because you're military and you work in the ER mm-hmm. so in case you get stopped coming to work I'm like D- what for that reason no I don't think we I don't think we got that far it was um kind of page 13 saying like I understand I'm not supposed to be in you know public settings without a mask mm-hmm. all these things um but not not to that extent Didn't get that. I think that's because you're working the ER and Maybe from like your leadership, they're like we. We have were to we were thirty five minutes away from DC, and we also had riots. That too. Yeah. I well, mean, not not where in my neighborhood, but it was thirty five minutes away. We were pretty. I got pretty nervous. I dusted off my shotgun. Not even joking. It it got it got crazy. Um, because in Portsmouth, where I was, there was a huge riot. Yeah. Um, and I suppose this was uh, June twenty uh, twenty. So. This was just when COVID stopped becoming really a thing. People just got sick and tired of it, mm-hmm. at least in like Hampton Roads area. And uh, there was a huge riot, I suppose, during the George Floyd riots mm-hmm. too. Um, and it was kind of both people were already frustrated that they had to be inside all, you know, basically all of uh, spring. And um, there was a huge riot and they had a, a Confederate statue. Mm-hmm. I don't know which figure it was, but they started tipping it over, yeah. and it landed on a woman oh. and crushed her. That's no bueno. And they're like, mm, COVID. Time to, time <laughs> to pop the COVID card again. Um, yeah. I used to, and this is where, like, kind of listen to podcasts, and, like, straight from Joe Rogan, I used to 
feel being from the south, I'm like, that's kind of bullshit. They're like pulling yeah. these statues down. And then from what he said, I got a little bit more educated. A lot of these statues were put up during segregation mm-hmm. or desegregation as like a fucking middle finger. Oh, well, from in the south, yeah, in the south, yeah, it's like, yeah. oh yeah, we we're all gonna go to school together. Well, here's uh, you know, yeah, just General case, General Lee, just in case you forgot. Yeah, it it very much so. Yeah. Like you 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 forgot. <laughs> oh. oh, that's that's fine. And uh, yeah, go to school together. Here's a yeah a big statue. Here's yeah. Here's a big white general yeah. from uh, the, the the Civil War. Yeah, if you, at your school, you're allowed to <laughs> you're allowed to go to. Right. Uh, you don't have to hold that. I feel I feel safe. Feel with, comfortable. Yeah, I feel safe yeah. for this bad boy. <laughs> yeah, locked and loaded. That's just great. We just got taken off there. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> see, uh, orange tip. Yeah, magazine doesn't <laughs> puff out. Orange tip. Don't shoot me when I'm trick or treating. I love restoration videos, like especially oh, yeah? ones that like go pretty quickly. Yeah, just kind of like mind numbing. Restoration for what? Like almost anything. Not like just furniture. Furniture is a little boring, but I have yeah. watched it because it's like, oh, we're gonna. It turns out everything that looks like wood isn't real wood. It's just all yeah. like skimmed or cake. Cake. You ever see it's a cake? <laughs> it's just <Yeah>. good like. <laughs> I get it's pretty upsetting when it's like a hand and then they cut it yeah. and it's like pretty accurate to what's inside. Mm-hmm. It's, human. Like, it's like there's a bone. It's like awesome. Okay, we're not going to eat that. <laughs> yeah. That's disgusting. Great. I have nightmares now <laughs> from cake. That's fine. Um, but this guy restored an Uzi. Really? And then when he was finishing up, he put his little touches and he made <laughs> <What the laughs> like the trigger and the muzzle device orange. Yeah. And people were commenting like, hey, where are you from? Because. Toys in America have orange tips in, uh, you know, like everything. Right, yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm from this country, and mm. we do red, so orange isn't a thing. It's like, hey, how about you just paint, paint it black, dude? Yeah, why don't you just paint, just it? paint it black? Like, it doesn't look cool. It looks like a toy now. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm painting my AR yellow with uh, orange. <clears throat> <laughs> I mean, I think it would be a, a good, like, gag. It'd be like, oh, like, yeah, it's orange tip, and then it shoots 300 blackouts. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, I don't know. It gets into a, like a a bit of a cringy thing when you do see pistols that are custom made, mm-hmm. custom painted to look like toys. Absolutely cringe. That's yeah. why I would want to paint my yeah. It's just my like, dude, what orange. are you? Yeah. And then like you see like the comments, you'd be like, "That's hysterical, man! Orange tip. That's so funny." It's like okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I brought a trick or treating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still brought a trick or treating. I'm fucked, yeah. I was military guy. Yeah, bringing my my. Dude, I did that when I was my milled out weapon. <laughs> when I was pretty young, I yeah. just like put on a pair of my brother's fatigues and like size twelve boots. Yeah, just like flopped around the neighborhood. <laughs> Wait, and what was the age difference between you and your brother? My brother eight, eight, eight years. Yeah, I was probably like, I think he went in when he was twenty one, so I was probably, I don't know, fourteen. Yeah, just flopping around the neighborhood, just <laughs> huge blisters on my heels. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they're like, hey, you look like shit. Yeah. Like, what are you? I'm like, I'm military. Like, literally, like, I'm, I'm military, military guy. Like, okay. Like, All right. Aren't you a little old? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, am I? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am. I have no friends. <laughs> I think I went because one of my soccer buddies um, who believed in Santa. 14 years old? Yeah. Still, like, got upset when we were coming from, because we used to carpool. Mm-hmm. Got upset. Because I grew up in a very Christian household, so, like... In Louisiana? What? 
Christian household in Louisiana? Oh, you're being facetious. <laughs> I am. Um, yeah, but he was Catholic. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but just got upset at like age 14 when we were coming home from soccer. And his mom was like, what do you, um, I know you got upset last year when your aunt gave you a Santa present with just money and an envelope. So what do you want this year? What do you think Santa should get you this year? And I was just like, Miss Debbie, Santa's not real. And she's <laughs> like, no, Santa's real. And he's like, yeah, Santa's real. I'm like, dude, we're 14, bro. What? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> hey. Jeez, man. He's like, anyway, Santa's real. You want to go play with action figures in yeah. the backyard? <laughs> you want to touch my dick? <laughs> anyway, you want to like, go experiment in my bedroom? I don't like this house. <laughs> this is weird. I don't like this household. Um, smells yeah. like smells like mothballs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> smells like church in here. <laughs> Why? When mom gets mad, she puts cigarettes out on my skin. <laughs> Can't even tell you what my dad does. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, all right. We'll take a couple steps back. Okay. So, the other day I texted y'all, like, don't watch this Sean Ryan episode. Oh, yeah. And I know you, I have some questions for you about Sean Ryan. Okay. But, so it was the normal spy guy, the long hair. The normal spy guy? Yeah, do you know anything about him? He's been on a, he hasn't been on Joe Rogan, but he's been on a couple different. Uh, so, he's not that big. The podcast guy? I mean, the... Spy guy? He's a CIA operative, or former. Yeah. And I, I'll take this from Joe Rogan. Former. Former. Like, yeah. Yeah, okay. No. Proxy war. Yeah, so he was talking in the very beginning. I'm just like, on my ride home. Mm. And I know this, dude, and I still do it anyway. Like, man, there's no good episodes of anything. And I'm avoiding certain episodes of stuff. Because it's going to bum me out. Yeah. And I'm going to, like, go hide under my couch or, like, start <laughs> start stealing MREs across base yeah, to, like, yeah. hide them in my attic or something. Right. And uh, he's talking about, like, my contingency plan. As a CIA agent, my contingency plan when we lose World War III is to be a dual citizen um, because an American passport will either not be as valuable as Chinese or Russian. And mm. he... he he doesn't really talk about the Russian. Because, like, it won't be as valuable as Chinese. The dom- denomination of America, which is backed by oil, won't be U.S. dollar. And he's like, so having another passport to blend in will be best. And, like, me and my wife are working on it. And now I'm just like, oh, sounds shit. Sounds pretty paranoid. Pretty paranoid. But, yeah. And, and I'll go back to another Joe Rogan episode about why I kind of don't think this is going to happen. But then he explains the whole Ukraine-Russian war. He explains what proxy war is, Mm. where a proxy war is someone backing troops that aren't our troops to fight a war on our, on our behest, you know, on our betterment if they win. And then if we lose, it's just like, we lost money. We didn't lose ground. Yeah. We don't lose any ground. Lose anything really. Yeah. And he said, the reason why it's getting funded is because, the economy's shit since COVID. Mm. The current current office, and I'll, I'll try and stay apolitical here. The current office fucking destroyed the economy. It's in the dumps. We're in a recession. We pushed Ukraine basically into antagonizing Russia to invade. We keep throwing money at them to waste Russian resources. Mm. So the longer Russia's in a war with Ukraine, they're just depleting themselves, and they'll be less of an opponent for us. Right. Less threatening to America. Yeah. Funding the war machine means better economy. 
that's that was basically the Iraqi war mm. was Bush just like Cheney just like stoking all the engines right, right. of all of his companies. Mm-hmm. I forget which one he owns. Um, Halliburton. Halliburton. Yeah, just went up like five hundred percent. Just insane. It's good. And so they're move. They're stroking the war machine, getting the economy going, creating dollars, and they're also moving all of our war resources closer to the border to Russia and China Mm. by building bases, by getting our vehicles, ammunition, guns, and troops there and building up that, that area. And I was like, Oh, that makes a lot more sense. Why this is happening. The theory. I think that's a pretty solid theory. I don't think that we're able to build any real um, military installations there just yet. But maybe in the there's future. already one being built in Poland. In Poland, because but, but like on that on that border, that like invisible wall. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what they're trying to do there. I know that they're still fighting for uh, territory out there, which you know everything I feel like is media driven. But apparently, they're making huge advances. And who is uh, Ukrainian forces? No, oh, I don't know. Yeah, that they're yeah, de- but apparently they're deterring. They're able to what media source though? I know that's most of them. Most yeah, most mainstream, mainstream and um, insider. Okay, like um, I know like Instagram they have a lot of insider uh, news that like are that's that's a big another hot button topic is like there's a lot of things not being published about the opposite about Russians doing well. We're only getting information about Ukraine. Yeah, Ukraine. But then, yeah, then you think about um, both militaries. One military is protecting its its their territory. Okay, yeah. not not to be pol- political. I don't think that. I think war is horrible. You know. It's, yeah. But, but profitable. Profitable, sure. Raytheon yeah, yeah. up ten points. Raytheon, Lake, uh, Lockheed Martin. Um, that was another thing that he said, and I instantly. This this regular spy guy, yeah, he's like, you're gonna see these top military. And he like named off a few, mm-hmm. and then like a week later, I'm on the phone with my my brother-in-law. I'm like, maybe it's unethical, but can we look into these war companies? <laughs> I mean, and he was just like, yeah, we can. If there's a war, <laughs> there's money to be made. Um, but then you have con- you know people who are who are literally just said you know told you're gonna fight. You're fighting in a war, right? In Russia. Yeah, it's like like old school World War Two. I think my grandpa did two weeks of Navy boot camp. Yeah. So I mean, it's like, yeah, you're you're two out, weeks, bro. You're out the door. Yeah. You're you were <laughs> gone. As long as it takes to get the the name tapes put on your uniform. Yeah. As soon as, so, yes. <laughs> as soon as your blouse is yeah that that last stitch, you're gonna be in the Pacific. Yeah. Um, but then, not even a volunteer army if. In theory, theoretically, if let's say, or hypothetically, if one army is getting their ass kicked, mm-hmm. or military is getting their ass kicked on a front line, and it's because they were they don't even want to fight that war yeah. against Ukrainians who are fighting for their country, then I believe that. It's like, okay, like, yeah, no shit, because one dude is 19 years old, all he knows is vodka and, and hockey, and now yeah. he's getting killed because one guy has been fighting this war for, you know, almost a year and a half now. I don't really give a shit. I think that they should just fucking stop over there. Like, yeah. I think the Russians should pull out. Um, but like I said, not to be p- political, like I just think that the, the, 
the days of war sh- are like pretty much over. Should be. I think they that, should be. Yeah. Like it's I, silly I, that we still and like this is an FMF question. It's like what is what is war? And it's like right. when you can't achieve negotiations or political goals, mm-hmm. you pull out your gun. It's like yeah. it's I mean like, it's 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 like street justice. Yeah, it's 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 the same thing that you know, when you're in a parking lot and you're yelling mm-hmm. at some dude yeah. because he took your spot and it's like, Well, how far does this thing go? Until we pull our until you guns fist out. fight and yeah. then one dude has a knife and the other dude has a gun. It's like right. it's very it, it's just on a grand scale mm-hmm. and extremely more complex like multi layered political bullshit. Right, right. Proxy right. war. Proxy war. Dude, when I was going to um uh <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to research what was going on. Dude, what fucking what the fuck? Yeah. And well, well, what what did you come up with? Oh, I don't know if I. If it's not for if it's not for tape, you know, if, if it's not to be recorded, then I can just I go black screen and like. <laughs> I think I know exactly what you're talking about, and um, let's just put there was a line of de- demarcation. I believe that's the right word, mm-hmm. where it was a Cold War. Yeah, and we had flyovers by a certain entity, mm-hmm. and we were there as a security force. Yeah. But it's like all the different proxies put up by different countries when it's, it's like the weren't really fighting. It was the that were fighting and like all this different. Mm-hmm. And it's like we're actually allies with them, but they're backing the wrong guy over here. But we still have to keep it here. And it was just, dude, I just like I was just on YouTube. I just gave up. I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to for some reason. <laughs> no idea, bro. Yeah, it makes it makes no sense because I feel like that's just an easy way to make uh, a region just messy. You know, yeah. it's like you have no, like you were entering that theater and you have no idea why you're there or right. what you're going to do. I mean, that's a, that's an issue for anyone who's going to just be entering it. Dude, it's like, that it's was. Like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Like, are we fighting or are we not fighting? That was my first time in Afghan. Yeah. I did. I was pretty clueless and I kind of, you kind of want to stay that way, honestly, until, you know, after. I got to Afghan and I'm like, we're still ripping, mm-hmm. replacing patrol. Yeah. I'm like working out, listening to Rage Against the Machine and like System of a Down. Yeah. It's like all anti war propaganda. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, I can't listen to this shit while I'm here. No. And yeah. then I'm like thinking, like, why are we here? Why am I in Afghanistan after 9 11? Yeah. You know, after, what was it? I was there in, tw- after 11 years mm-hmm. from 9 11, I'm in Afghanistan fighting for. And we're burning down poppy fields, but only a certain percentage that we can get to when right. a general drives by. He wants to see that poppy field burned. I was just right. so confused why we were in some other country way far away from us. Yeah. And I, I, I bet I bet there's someone, maybe you, can talk about it. And I have my feelings and my ideas about it Yeah, that might be right or wrong. But it was this, dude, as a 22-year-old, just like. Yeah, you have no idea. Hold, hold I know on. I'm going to get the opportunity to kill somebody, but, like, I don't think that's why we're all here. Right. I don't think that's why fucking General, whatever his name, has us here. But, like. Yeah. I think what happened was, that, you know, like any real war, prolonged war, it's not going to just be frontline. It's going to be economic. It's going to be cultural. I'm mm-hmm. sure that you guys, maybe your officers, your uh, maybe platoon commander, if you guys ever met in, like, mud huts with them. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can I can tell you why I think we were there as our job. I know what we were told, and then like kind of what I think is happening behind the curtain, and then like what our real job was. Like we were there to do bats and hide, so basically identify Mm. the population. Yeah. And if we ever catch a dude doing bad, we can mark them. Yeah. With their handprints and eyeballs. Mm -hmm. We were there to stop drugs. Right. DEA missions, those. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't fully on a DEA mission, but like we would find caches of opium. Yeah. We were there to stop weapons. Trafficking. Trafficking. And we were there to uh, stop IEDs, which if we weren't there, why would we need to? (laughs) And then like the last time we were there, you Mm -hmm. know, recently the evacuation, I was just like, why? is every single fucking special forces from every fucking country in the world here. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, the cobalt and lithium mines. It's rich in resources. So I think it's a couple different, and this might be stupid, but it's all these natural resources that everybody's trying to get in and get Mm -hmm. for their country's, you know, economy just to bloom, to have a stockpile of it or not, uh, to use it or not, or have a stockpile. And then, what is it, like 96% of all the opium in the world comes out of the Sangin Hellman mm. Valley? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, well, if regular opium is not on the market, then synthetic oxys and all that, yeah. it's Opioids. like, wait, so are, am I fighting a pharmaceutical war? Am I, <laughs> am I fighting a war to get, like, Teslas made? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Because that's, um, what, that's what you need to make those batteries, and it's... Yeah. It became it became less less of um you know like two thousand nine I believe it was like the Korangol. that's mm-hmm. when like it was like the most dangerous place in the world yeah um Kandahar and like Helmand you know with like the but um after that I feel like we started policing yeah it was more of a police job mm-hmm. um helping agencies get what they need so. As one seven Baker Company, our job wasn't necessarily to create the police force, but Animal Company drew resources from all the other companies and were there. They didn't go. My buddies didn't go on too many patrols. Mm-hmm. They ran boot camps for the locals and the police to teach right. them yeah. how to. And then someone pointed out, like, right when uh, the Taliban took over Afghanistan. Like, they have one dude sitting on a chair wherever, and then one dude, trigger discipline, finger straighten off the trigger. It's like, where do you think that guy got that from? Uh, us? Maybe YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, he just wants to be the best rifleman out there as yeah, a Taliban, you yeah. know? He wants to make sure all his comrades are safe. Yeah, he's out there uh, field, you know. That's but, why um, when they're looking for each other in the field, they shoot their AK in the air as a radio <laughs> signal. They just yeah, want to make sure everybody's safe. It's dude. communication. Yeah. yeah. It's key. But, um, yeah... Well, I mean, with that, I was thinking um, when I was in Afghanistan, the the Taliban that, you know, on the like the Connex boxes, I'm like, those guys definitely have American blood on them already. Like, one of those guys, like, I, you could see him. You're just like, this guy killed Americans. Like, Oh, are you, wait, what Connex box? The one where they were killing people behind? Yeah, yeah, the kill box. That's I didn't know about that till till after, and that just like made my heart sad, dude. Oh, dude, I was I was bringing them to the to the boxes, and they're like, okay, yeah, we bring it back in the city, and then they told me to wait. And they're like, wait, 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 we need to look at the documents too, and just popped them in the head. I'm like, huh? That's like, like that close to you? 
It was, it was um, I let them go. And then there was a few times that <clears throat> when I was walking back, I, I was, I made buddies with one of this, uh, one of the Brits. One of the tell me. No. <laughs> yeah, we were cool. Super we're, good guy. He just kept shooting all the kids. Just, yeah. He didn't really uh, like my friends that I brought. Yeah. But um, uh, me and one of the Brits, we were, we were, t- we were talking and um, yeah, they just, everyone that we were pushing away saying like, yeah, you can't, they would, we would bring them out. Um, and even at the Vegas gate, they were like the, the, there was like a chain link fence, like no discretion at all. Just like there, like executions. Yeah. Just like, this is going south. Yeah. I had a, I had a Marine like pull me aside and he's just telling me like, dude, do you know about, I'm like, nah, dude, not really. I was, I was pretty, I was a little bit further back. Doing your job. Yeah. Doing my job. I was, I was my platoon wasn't walking people we weren't a line company right, you know yeah. i wasn't charge of we we would walk them up but we would get them to a certain point like i never went on other side of the yeah, game probably hand them off to my guys yeah usually yeah. and uh he was just telling me about like the connex box where like he escorted man it's making me like because i got two little kids mm-hmm. it's making me upset but like yeah. they would walk them they're like mommy mommy whatever and they're like, no, it's okay, it's okay. And he's just, like, tearing up as he does it for the whatever time. Yeah, like, hundredth fucking time. And then time. they just walk, and he said they weren't using... Uh, Suppressors. No, they are using clubs. Oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't see that, but I think I've I heard could it. have that detail wrong. I'm not going to say anybody's name or anything like that, but it's just, like... Well, c- clubs and, like, anything, like, blunt, blunt objects. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard a couple things about that, but... It wasn't even just, like, um, I guess to stay on topic, but, like, it wasn't even just, like, the 26 that, like, that really got to me. It was the whole thing. It was just, like... Yeah, dude. Well, have I told you about when I basically started crying? Like... Yeah. A pro- no. No? I, so, I um... I'm going to grab something. Go ahead, man. Yeah. It's all for us. So, uh, we had some time. We were actually looking for a mission because we were waiting for... Uh, <clears throat> Those have 200 milligrams of caffeine. I don't know what Red Bull has, but I like that because um, of how much. Something is off. I don't think my mic is on. I can hear your mic. Can you really? Yeah. Maybe my headset pulled out. Yeah, just if if it goes to where the color is. That's why I color coded it. Wait, now I think I'm back. I think I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. I'm still sketched out that... Every single time, I think it's like this. Yeah. Um, let me see if my hair's done. Check. Check. No, dude, it always sounds weird. Yeah, my kids getting here. I don't know if they break shit or not, but they definitely kind of fuck shit. Probably up. pee on stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like dogs. Yeah, they're complete savages. Yeah. Um, what are we talking about? I'm oh, talking about um, my job. Yeah. So we were. We were held back because they were just kind of getting a scope of the situation. And we were told, as weapon weapons company, we were going to be in vehicles on the other side of the fence, like on the tarmac, with, right. like, guns facing the fence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was And, like, that was we were going to be, like, shitting and pissing in bags. And, like, we're not going to be able to – we're always going to be on those vehicles. Right. As, like, a REAC unit and, like, just a physical hard security point of the fence. Mm. Wasn't that at all. Yeah. So, like, when Cat Red goes out, we think that's what they're doing. 
Right. And then we walk across the tarmac with all of our gear, like a pretty quick sprint, and just like fat doc back here. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we get out there, and they're just, they're way back. Like all the line companies are feeding them. And then they're like kind of the final processing before they either get on like a little shanty bus or whatever and get them pulled back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know exactly where I'm going with this, but. Uh, just the different jobs. Yeah. Oh, so we have a few days and uh, me being the person I am, former infantryman, like my sergeants knew I'm not a retard. Right. Like, hey, doc, come with us and be like four sergeants and me like trying to boost cars. Yeah. yeah. Like directed by our fucking higher up like we need vehicles and we're yeah. like trying to boost vehicles in the middle of the day yeah, and yeah. we run into our top and he's just like hey we got all these keys and like i think we're in trouble every second yeah he's like i got all these keys we're checked all these i'm just like dude this is so weird and then we walk by like some cafe and like a tailor shop and mm-hmm. it's all like broken in <clears throat> yeah, i walk yeah. in there's just like patches everywhere and i grab like the little medic crosses oh yeah it was so weird how Everything that we needed was there, and it was so easy, easily accessible. Well, it's it's kind of like uh, like cigarettes going there. Yeah. We have cigarettes in there. We need trucks going this street right here, and you have truck. Yeah, well, it's a little bit like I wouldn't say necessarily the spoils of war, but like a little bit of it. When you go on the thirty first Mew, or you go um, on SP MacTaff, and you're in PSAB, you're in here, you're there, and like. The price of a 50-inch TV is 100 bucks because the, the guy's got to fucking skip out tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, here's this, here's that. Do 20, 20 bucks for, like, w- whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's just these things that's been purchased that you can't take back. A right. $600,000 Land Cruiser, armored mm. Land Cruiser, that I would probably give my pinky toe for, <laughs> but you just can't get it back to the U.S. Right. And it's all these different things, like... Well, was it was it like American owns because what when they came those up with vehicles when they came up with keys like where did they get those keys? So uh, we got a bunch of shit from a contractor that used to be uh, Cat whatever Cat Blue or Weapons Company. Yeah. That when we showed up, he recognized. He's like, "Oh, two ones here. I wonder if I know those dudes." And like came and found us. He's like, "Hey, I'm leaving tomorrow. I have stuff in my room." And so one of the dudes goes in his room, finds, like, a huge chest full of, like, shitty, like, NATO Kevlar and all this different medical gear. And, yeah. like, most of it was garbage. Like, the SPO2s didn't work. Like, they yeah. give me, like, terrible readings or I was dying. And, uh, like, just a fucking ring of keys, and like, vehicle keys. Damn. And this dude had been a little, you know, resourceful. While he was there, and he got on a plane and gave us the key to his room. It's, Good luck. And we had we had one vehicle that the key worked to, mm-hmm. and they had like moved it, and the guy I guess like saw him move it, and then like restole the vehicle back because they're like, hey, there's a forerunner, not a Land Cruiser, like an older forerunner that works right here in front of this coffee shop. And we're like, oh, sick. And like I have the key. I'm like looking around. And like, no, that's not it. It was a lot like that one, but they must have left. We had it open earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> found like documents and shit, like some probably dudes like, oh, this isn't classified enough. And just found like documents, like whatever, fuck it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, we um we went searching for documents too. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. um 
Yeah, yeah as a mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to like destroy sensitive documentation. Yeah, we're like trying to retrieve <clears throat> some intel at the end of the mission, at the end of the operation. Um, we didn't find shit, but we no. just we were also told to just destroy the whole base. Uh-huh. Yeah, they got mad a little bit at me at first because, like, dude, I see the writing on the wall. First yeah. of all, like, yeah, yeah. our guys just got blown up. We get yeah. pulled back, and they're like, "Hey, go and like." So I'm just like, I find a bat or something, and like whack a laptop screen or something, yeah. or like a monitor, not a laptop. And they're like, "Come on!" I'm like, "Dude, are y'all serious?" And then like, 15 minutes later, the CEO and first sergeant are just like doing the same thing. Yeah, it's destroy like, everything. Yeah, it, the shit's over, man. Like. Mm-hmm. Anything we leave here just goes in the hand of the enemy. Right. So whether it's a, a monitor or a coffee mug, like, fuck them. And, yeah. like, literally people are writing, like, fuck the Taliban, which yeah, yeah. I have my opinion on, too. Why? You don't, you don't think? No, we had, a, we had a senior guy pull all the sergeants in, and I got pulled into the – maybe I wasn't in the group, but just, like, when that was going on, like, God. The guys that died would not have wanted this. And it's like, it's like bitch, dude, fucking talk for yourself, dude. Don't yeah. talk for a dead guy. That's pretty fucked. Yeah. You're like, dude, you didn't even know them. You didn't know them. And also, like, you're going to tell me if I die that I don't want you to write fuck, fuck who killed me on the yeah. wall? No, I know. It's like. No, yes, please. D- on video, yes. If I, unless it's cancer, yeah. like, well, if someone cancer. kills me. Right, fuck that person. Yeah, if I, yeah, with a penis sorry. under it, and then <laughs> jizzing, and you are gay. Yeah, you like this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a, a lot of mixed feelings, and I feel like a lot of people had um, unpopular opinions. I, I heard here and there. I'm just like, okay, let's go home. Like, yeah, this is this is over with. Yeah, this thing is pissing me off. So it might be the uh, the silver part. The silver part. What does the silver part do? It's going to do the back and forthness. What are you trying to accomplish? In life? No, with the <laughs> microphone. I just wanted to stay like. Okay. Wait, no, I got it. I'm going to take it. Should have done this before. Let's see if this works. <laughs> yeah, a little change of subject. I don't think I've ever told you all this, but I did a podcast with one of my buddies, and uh, we didn't like it, so I just never put it up. No way, really? So if this was like uh, the other guy yeah, and you and me, and like we just wind up saying a bunch of shit we didn't like or whatever, like I just won't put it up if y'all simple as that. It's in the mission statement on the channel. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I, I feel like we've been doing fine. No, we're doing fine, but that's... Oh. There was a bit of controversy before we started this episode. Yeah. And uh, it's very... I know... Well, first of all, I kind of didn't want you to come, because I felt like I'm manip... God damn it, even the microphone. I felt like, basically, at this point, I'm, like, manipulating you to come. No. You can't manipulate me. Good. And then your headphones are on backwards, but... um. Yeah, dude, it's all right. How did you? How did you know? So I put um, the color coded. Oh yeah, the little they U- faced Ukrainian the stripe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I Ukrainian. don't have. I don't have the Ukrainian colors. Red's not in it, right? No, uh, I, don't, I don't fucking know. All right, good. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I don't. I don't get to see you guys, and so like, when I'm trying to explain mm-hmm. over text, like, 
hey, this is a little bit frustrating. And you're like, oh, Blake, you're just a whatever. You're just dependent. <laughs> yeah. I'm like. Codependent? Yeah, codependent. Yeah, codependent. I'm like, yeah, no. It's no, just, no. I told, mean, my, told my wife to take the kids out for three hours. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, bring, had to, bring them for a walk. Had to charge the cameras. Well, I don't know. I feel like. Don't look back there. No, I won't. I'm glad the cameras aren't facing that way. It's a couple of bodies. No, dude, I had mess night. That's why I drank. I hadn't um, drank in 90 days. 90 days. 90 days. And then. Let's see. I'm probably there too. Well, I know this because January 1st, I made a very conscious thing. Like, I'm not going to drink anymore. I'm going to fucking get on TRT, quit drinking. And then a few weeks later, I got off Zen. And I'll, I'll do one every once in a while and just really feel bad. Like, I have a fever. <laughs> Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think you're just getting old. Oh, no, yeah. So I like had to get real... off TRT because I have some CRP level, which is like a cardiac stressor that they oh, can uh, yeah. see in my blood. And they're like, yeah, it's a direct correlation with your testosterone being high. And now I have to leave a private entity of, you know, legit doctors because they're like, can you get our cardiologist to uh, approve you? To, I'm like, well, if... So I, you're dying, man. If I get a cardiologist, <laughs> it means I have to bring them in on the whole TRT thing, which might as well get them to approve TRT. And so we're working on getting all of my medical uh, files from the private doctor's office to the whatever's office. Are they three? Nah, Six. Dude, they would make... I would Fever time. Yeah. Anyway. That was a magic trick. I actually, this was in my car. And then I pulled the magic trick. Nice. You know what? I always thought about that. Imagine, like, you know magic, right? Mm-hmm. And by accident, you, like, do a magic trick, right? And now you're, like, you're, I'm, like, taking my hat off. and like, there's a, there's a rabbit in the hat. You're bald now. I'm bald, yeah. yeah. But, like, you do a magic trick by accident. Yeah. You're just, like, doing, like, or you don't know magic, and you're, like, doing something, but in that order, right? Like, the order of precedence, you did exactly the way Mm -hmm. that a magic trick has to be executed. Yeah. And then now there's, like, a rabbit in there. Yeah. And you're like... Do you think that's how magic became about? Like, someone accidentally deceived someone? You're like, oh, I didn't know you had a coffee this whole time. You're like, yeah, 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 it was a joke. (laughs) And then that, they're like, I'm going to do this shit more often. i got to write this down in Sanskrit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it was back in Mesopotamia when this did... It's like, oh, you have a one of the at the time currency penny in the back of your ear, yeah. like oh, and then now I have to go. I, I have to hold on to this. I can't let you have it. You can't. Yeah, you have to I go spend that at the whatever at the time. The magic drink, drink machine. At the drink machine. Yeah, yeah, you put it in. Yeah, yep. you, you hit the stone. The good. And right. And like the you machine has to think for a second, tumbles down. You know, right. like you hear like the whatever at the time is a cold. Cold nitro brew. Yeah, cold nitro brew back in the <laughs> Whatever day. Whatever the time. Yeah, know. yeah. They probably didn't have nitro. It was probably just a brew at that time. Yeah, dude. Still, still Starbucks, but not. Yeah, yeah. Starbucks is millennia yeah. old, dude. Yeah, that's, it's one of those monopolies. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't. Have I explained this? You can't uh, own a Starbucks. It has to be through the, the, the company. The highest you can be is like a manager, like a company, whatever. Well, you can't own it You yourself. can like be high in the, yeah. You can't be. All Starbucks are owned by Starbucks. You can't franchise. So how about Dunkin' Donuts? Oh, I don't know. I didn't look into that, but I wanted to make that place. The Schlotzkys down the road, uh, a coffee sp- coffee spot. Schlotzkys? Yeah, the, the one that's closed by uh, the exchange. Oh, right yeah. Right by my yeah. house. Yeah. yeah. You wanted to buy that? 
I don't and then think you're, you're like, I also don't have 1.4 million dollars. Okay, I think it would be a rental kind of deal. Yeah. And uh, oh yeah, I'm going to Italy, so probably Sigonella? probably won't. Yeah. So probably won't be able to open a coffee shop down the street. Yeah, you can do that. Just pop in. Just you know? make it when you then you, now you have that branding right to be like, oh, this is Italian rose coffee. Oh. <laughs> and then they're like, you're from Louisiana. Yeah, oh, we be <laughs> we we. But now look, and then you just show them the orders and yeah. be like, see them in Italy. Yeah, and that's how you make money, dude. That's how you just it's all about branding. See, that's a magic trick, deceiving yeah. people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm from uh, Louisiana, but this is my Italian roast because my orders say I'm Saganola. Dude, I uh, went to the farmers market a week ago. I love farmers market, and I got a jambalaya. Which which Dana Point? Dana Point. You ever been there? I have. Yeah. Yeah. And I got a jambalaya. From Louisiana, the dude's resume checked out. They're like, Covey to Mandeville. Like, mm-hmm. all right, well, you wouldn't know what that place is if you weren't from there. That's, That's true. where I'm from. Right. And uh, so I got it, and I ate it Friday night. I just woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning, just shit my brains Ooh, out. I knew you were going to say just that. Just like the spices, and then. Oh, the red ring. Yesterday. Yeah, the red the ring red of ring death. Of death. <laughs> the red ring And then ring. yesterday, I have like some yogurt in the morning, and then we go get Chick-fil-A with the kids. <sighs> As soon as I finished my meal, I was just like, oh. and like went home and took a nap for like yeah. four hours. I don't. Your stomach feels like a hurricane. Yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Fetal position on the couch. <laughs> Wasn't doing well, dude. I don't. I think I'm just getting old. I can't handle spice, dude. That's what I'm saying. You're getting old, and uh, kill me. It's the, these things are problematic. They're not problematic, dude. Not both of us having problems. <laughs> just. I'm a fiddler, dude. <laughs> I fiddle too. Some are diddlers, some are fiddlers. You know. I like to dabble. I like to dabble. Dabble. Do you do you have projects? I used to I, for a small amount of time. I would probably say like two weeks. I was doing model cars. Okay, that's that's, that's ju- insane to me. But uh, sure. Why? That just that seems so deliberate. It's very meticulous. Is I, that fun? I, I, I stopped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, yeah. put, I'm putting a, a a a little engine together, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck a carburetor. Fuck! <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm, my hands are not meant for that shit. So yeah. I'm like, with fucking tweezers, like putting like a carburetor and like fucking fuel intake, and then it falls apart because the glue's not strong enough. Threw it across the room, broke the window. Really? <laughs> no. Oh. No. No. I definitely remember seeing something on YouTube. And then trying to do it myself and just my hand shaking mm-hmm. and not having the dexterity to do it. Just like because you didn't because dr- you haven't drank in a while. <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're fucking Fuck shaking dude. and shit. <laughs> you put in 12 more zins with, with a tweezer. Yeah. yeah, dude, I forget what it was. But I was just like, dude, why? Why is this so hard? It seems so simple. I think we're just going <laughs> in circles about how you're old. OK, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. it's like, yeah, my my testosterone's low. I'm. Doing projects and my hands are shaking. I've always liked little little projects, dude. Yeah. Like that Deadpool right there. He's not supposed to have that head on, and that was a whole fucking rabbit hole. Fucking. Can yeah. I touch it? You can pick it up or gently. It, or is it gonna fall apart like my model car? It shouldn't. But yeah, I had to like torch his head and put a different head on there because I like that one instead of the other one. You had to torch his head, like make it different. Because um, these are already his, looking as goofy. His little neck. This, this little, little neck. neck I had to, like, melt so I could get the uh, screw on. Wow. These are the projects you do? 
Um, well, like I stenciled, I did a tiger stripe camo on my Yeti. And actually, that, it looks sick. It looks pretty cool. And then I did a traditional camouflage of my Yeti. Came out really bad. I was very disappointed that I spent two, three hours doing it and going to the store and buying paint. I think you, I remember you told me that because you were going to the field and you're like, I want to camo my my Yeti because wasn't it like blue or like no. something like. Oh, I mean, I've been wanting to do this and I've painted my Yetis multiple times. Yeah. I'm, but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I have little projects and they I feel very rewarding, like the because I'm sitting there. I feel rewarded when finally I finish a project that has taken a little bit of time. Yeah, I'm just looking at myself in the... Yeah, don't. You don't want to do that. At least you're not... When he's did half the podcast in a he's cutoff... Like, like that. And he just looks so skinny, dude. Yeah. It's all about the angles. Yeah, it's, it's all about, like... I don't know. You Always Sunny? You ever watch that? I dabbled. Okay, so one of the guys, Mac, gets, like, super jacked. Oh, yeah, Mac, Mac got jacked. Yeah. And uh, he's talked about it on podcasts and shit. He's just like, well, my trainer is trains people for television. Mm. It's like, dude, the way you want your body to look isn't going to look good on camera. It's like, I don't give a shit. Mm. Let's get huge. And then like certain season, he is like wearing tight shirts. And then like later on, he's like wearing loose baggy Hawaiian shirts because he just looks bad on camera. Yeah. I mean, some people just look horrible on camera. His physique is just like, not saying Joe looks horrible on camera. It was the angles. Morphin. Morphin. You look bad. He looked. He looked like he he needed to eat a sandwich. <laughs> I mean, he's not huge. He's not a big dude. He's in, he's yeah. in shape. He's, he's like, in shape. He looks like he can run a marathon. I bet you he'd out PT both of us right now. At least me. Yeah, my body's too broken. Well, to he's PT. training for a program. Yeah, yeah. Which I think that's that's one of the programs that um I didn't look into, but I feel like that was like perfect for him. You see, he cut mm-hmm. his hair off because he has to swim a lot now. Oh, really? He bust it? Because mm-hmm. he's him. in the pool every day. Or not yeah. every day, but... Hopefully he just takes all that baby mama drama and just fucking boils it into a goal, you know? Yeah. She sucks. Me and my wife are talking about her. Horrible person. Just a bad person. Bad person. I if mean, you're a woman, you have a kid, you're just a bad person. Yeah, no matter no matter who you are, if you have a kid, immediately bad. You it's could like be, that bitch downstairs, dude. Yeah. You had to walk past yeah. her. I'm sorry. Dude. I'm like, hi. Yeah, I yeah, know, right? Go away. <laughs> I trained my dog to attack you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dog would rip her in shreds, but... Um, I'm glad she doesn't watch these. Yeah, no. I wouldn't want my wife to be watching. <laughs> no, she watched the first one. She's, She's like, like don't look at the camera. I'm like, it's... No, you you definitely can. Like, I watched a ton of podcasts. They look at the camera. Yeah, It's yeah. being personal towards the viewer. Like, hey, I'm making eye contact with you. Yeah, I'm not kind of kind of makes you feel involved when you're a viewer. Yeah, she's like, like, I don't like it. You shouldn't do it. I'm like, great. I'm super self conscious now that I look at the camera. I don't look at the camera because I don't like how it looks when they do it in the podcast, or you yeah. don't like the way that camera looks. Both. Well, ask the viewer how they think the camera looks. Yeah, they don't know. You ever think that these cameras look uh, like uh, what are the ring cameras, like the ring doorbells? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little bit, like straight on. They look like mic. Like mic boosters when someone gets mic'd up and they have to put it on their belt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever think about the fact that, like, you're the only person that sees through your eyes so you don't know if the rest of the world's actually real? <sighs> that was, I'm going to lose sleep tonight. I have thought about because, that. Because, like, it's like asking the viewer to tell you what the camera looks like. 
Yeah, that's the they fourth. That's the fourth dimension. They don't know what's behind the viewing lens, just like me. Yeah, like if it wasn't for the, these cameras showing me on camera or mirrors, I wouldn't know what's behind the fucking the little bit of. Yeah, eye. that's why I looked at yeah. myself. Yeah, but less philosophical. Yeah, dude. Well, that's why I said that the viewer can't see what's behind the camera, right? And that's why I said there's bodies there. Yeah, there's just in trash. In trash. Well, there's mess night stuff. And mess night stuff. Yeah. yeah, I had to go. To, I had to get my uniform ready, and then after you get your uniform dry cleaned, pressed, you wear it for the night. You Tradition f- is you throw, throw it on, on the, the gr- fucking ground. <laughs> you stomp on it. Yeah, you take your dress blues, throw in the back of your buddy's truck, and see it <laughs> next year, buddy. Dude, I, yeah, uh, my dress blues were crammed in the in my trunk for like six months. Dude, when I graduated core school, I had to go to a DRB right mm-hmm. after. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, really cool. And then they're like, we'll drive you back to the barracks. We were like free and clear. We didn't get in trouble. So we're in our dress whites. I'm like, fuck this, dude. Yeah. I'm walking. I don't give a shit. I'm officially released from this school. I don't want to be here. I'll walk in the rain. In my dress whites, walk like good couple blocks mm. in the rain, pretty decent rain, to my room. Just take my dress whites, put them on a coat hanger, put them in. Get all my shit out of the room waiting. I don't know. 20 days later, I go to report into Virginia. Take my dress whites out. Just full of mold. I had to throw them away. Oh, man. Yeah. That's horrible. See, I don't think I'd ever got a tab. That's like two, three hundred dollars. Oh, yeah. Easy. (laughs) Easy. So what did you do? You just reported in your your type threes? No. I remember one of the uh, one of the corpsman instructors at the school it's like you never go wrong in dress blues ever. That's true. And I was like, all right. And like FMTB, wherever, don't I don't care what the season is. I'm always in like FMTB, I think we're supposed to be in whites. I didn't care. Blues. Oh, so because right now it's dress white season. I showed yeah. up in my whites. And you that's fine. I but sat like, down, my ass was instantly black on those yeah, bleachers. That's why I don't do it. I hate that. I think it's so dumb. Dude, a, a gust of wind would come yeah. by, and your like, legs are black. You look at a bottle of ketchup, and sun, suddenly <laughs> it's you're on just you. like... It's on you. That's yeah. why I don't wear white t-shirts. And now that I'm a dad and I'm an old man, yeah. I wear like raggedy white t-shirts, like a Sublime shirt. Yeah, yeah. It's just like old dingy and shit. Like, mm-hmm. dude, I used to think I was cool in the Marine Corps. Like, dude, I got a... You can't wear white t-shirts, but like, because that's an undershirt. But like, if you have a pocket, pocket yeah. like, oh, with like, with like the uh, floral on it, you <laughs> no. get at like Ross. Just like plain, <laughs> plain white. Trying to yeah. look, trying to look like a soy boy, but like, mm. going out and like, dude, let's stop at the Chow Hall and eat before we go out for the night. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. Just like bottle of ketchup, boom, done, done. I have to go back to my room. Got to go back to my room. <laughs> yeah. Have to go back. Beaten off. <laughs> yeah. Choke yourself a little bit, then you're done for the <laughs> night. You know. Yeah. I don't know you just go to sleep. Yeah, you're just done. Yeah, you missed missed the night out with the boys. Um, where did you go out in 29 Palms? Uh, Palm Springs. Nice. Yeah. Is that like an hour away or closer? Uh, I'd say closer, maybe 45 minutes, but maybe an hour. Yeah. Is that like a city in there? Mm-hmm. Like a, it's um. So Palm Springs is tr- their own tradition. hockey team now. What? They have a hockey team out there, AHL, like, minor league hockey. Okay, about to or say Co- NHL is like Coachella. I think it's Coachella Valley, mm. which is like something the out same, there, yeah. Same place, I guess. Yeah, I'm probably completely wrong. No, Coachella's like right around there. Yeah. So Palm Springs used to be uh, the like in the 50s and 60s. I want to like, say the summit, but no, it was the resort. Yeah, it used city to be really for big. Hollywood. Right. So when they wanted to like disappear and the internet didn't exist, they would go to like Palm Springs to like hang out and relax away from the Hollywood hustle and bustle. Yeah, I'm sure the paparazzi 
couldn't keep up with them there. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, the, everyone goes to Palm Springs. We're just going to go to Palm Springs. <laughs> yeah. And so take a picture of what them. you'll see there, I'm, I'm assuming you've spent zero time out there, right? We, uh, me and Lauren would go to Joshua Tree every once in a while. Yeah. Okay. That's where I proposed. Did I tell you about that? Mm-mm, I thought you proposed inside the. No. <laughs> the judicial court <laughs> no. right in front of me. No. Um, we went to Joshua Tree a lot, but that's it. Okay, great story. Glad you could make it. You asked <laughs> if I've ever been there. No, the well, closest Joshua Tree does not count because it's Palm just Springs is a like Never been real there. town, city. Like It's small, but it's still like substantial, right? Yeah. And what you'll see there, because it used to be Hollywood's elite, would go there, so these people with money built these cool, like, grotto-style houses, and the the architecture is to keep the heat away from the inside, so they're, like, flush with the ground. Yeah. And, like, really old, expensive architecture that's now out of date, but still kind of cool. So you'll kind of yeah. see that all around. Uh, one of the movie theaters I went to is, like, really, really old school, like 1960s, and I go, this is kind of interesting and how they kept it up to date, but still, like, left certain shit. Mm -hmm. Um, High gay population. More than San Francisco? I don't think anything's more than San Francisco, but (laughs) I said uh, said the F word there, and uh, I got a couple, I got got (laughs) basically talked to. Which F word? (laughs) Fag. (laughs) Just fag. Yeah, I was a little, I was a little drunk, and, like, Something happened where someone was like slightly rude to me. I was just like fucking fags, and like yeah, that's like the guy at the Apple Store heard me, and ugh. I wound up being whatever, see the Geek Squad, whatever the hell it was. Mm-hmm. And then my buddies who were like hanging out at the front waiting for me, he was like, "Hey, your buddy like said a not cool word, and just like let him know like he could get kind of into some trouble for like he could get his ass beat by who." <laughs> I'll tell you what my brother who who used to live in Oakland said. He's like, dude, every once in a while, you fucking come across some like jacked gay dude that's been, been doing martial arts for the past fifteen years that got bullied when he was a little kid, right? And he just whoops the shit out of you. You're like, oh, so, all right. So you? That's what happened to you? Is yeah, dude, I got my face beat in. <laughs> no, that was a different time. Face beat in? Yeah, in my I got jumped in my sleep when I was in the Marine Corps. Oh. Like a full metal jacket jumped, like mm. like a soap party? Towards the end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got into a fight in um, at the Marine Corps Ball Ugh. with one of my seniors. Yeah. And then I got back, and uh, the guy who was kind of the cool with both, both parties, me and the seniors, mm. rest in peace, Ski, was like, no, nah, dude, you guys are cool. We're talking about – and then uh, because we didn't have uh, – enough room for everybody we're sleeping in barracks all the the whole battalion was sleeping in not barracks uh squad base mm-hmm. and they came they Oof. got drunk and fucking like started punching me in my rack and i like, kicked them off and lights came on and i got yeah. like pinned in a corner and like headbutted and what fucked up fuck? and then my other buddies like beating the shit out of some other dude and just a fall we're actually fall. pretty good friends now but anyway yeah it was great my whole face is just like Rrr. i feel like cool, you've man. got you know, like I feel like you, out of most people, have gone into fights. I don't know what Ron, it is. About Ronnie's me. up there too. Ronnie's a scrapper, man. Yeah, I think I don't know what it is, dude. But you just like fighting. People, people check me. I guess people like kind of check me, and I, 
I tend to like a dude. I got in a fight the last day I was on deployment. Yeah, yeah. And like some dude, I was just like, hey, some dude was like taking whatever like orange peel and just like throwing it right at my feet. I'm like, hey, dude, like do that shit somewhere else. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay. And he thought I was joking. I'm like, hey, motherfucker, I'll smack those fucking glasses off your goddamn face. I told you to fucking do. I'm like, fuck you. And I just grab him by the collar and like push him back. Um, I don't know if I did anything else or I smacked it out of his hand, just like pick him up. And I don't know if that's on me or what, but like I gave him pretty clear instructions. He was in my space. Yeah. Don't be around me. I got no fight in FMP. Maybe it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It is you. You're the problem. But that again, that guy came into our space and he's like talking shit in the middle of our group. Yeah. That was, and I'm just like, as the leader, like get the fuck out of here. Yeah. No, I mean, most fights are warranted. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I wouldn't throw hands unless it was one. I haven't thrown hands in a while. No. Well, I'm trying that, to that think. one fight. Where? FMTB? The dude that called you out, and he's like, oh, come to, come, come to Horno. Oh, that's right. I did yeah, fight. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. That's From the, th- the podcast. That's the, the thumbnail th- of <laughs> yeah, podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We're po- cool, dude. He's a gate guard. <laughs> or yeah, I mean, I feel like both of you guys got what you what do you ask for? He I think he got fapped out and you got uh Yeah, I don't know. I think that was very important as like a modern day thing. It was like we had a we had an argument or we had a misunderstanding or whatever it was. Word for both of us is like we want to fight. Yeah. And it came down to like, no, I don't want to talk about this. You said you want to fight. So for me, like I got a black eye, I lost, whatever. It was a pretty good fight. But like I, f- I felt it came down to, like, very old-school, like, man shit. Mm. It's very 1950s, like, yeah, yeah, put them up. Right. No, we, we, we fight here right now. <laughs> Settle yeah. this like men. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's really all it was. And so after the fact, like, I have really no hard feelings towards the guy. I don't have hard feelings for the guy. Yeah, I mean. I think it was just, like, kind of a stewardly man man thing. Just and get, I, it, I get it over with. Yeah, know? and. I remember running into senior chief, my mm. first sergeant, all sorts of people. And they're like, what happened to you? Am I going to get a call about this? Like, no. You're drunk? I'm like, nope. Like, okay. All right, anyway, do you have the report for me? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Fights are good. Well, I think uh, I was more eager to fight and prove something as I was young yeah. due to insecurities. And I remember hearing that very young from a camp counselor. It's like, I used to like to fight a lot because I was insecure. I'm like, eh. You're like, I would never fight. No, I was uh, I was talking about fighting. Oh, it's okay. like, I used to be like you. That's because mm. I was insecure. I'm like, eh. Yeah. Eh. You don't know anything. You don't know anything. Yeah. And, and then, then you then kicked his ass. <laughs> beat the shit out of me. No, <laughs> dude, I used to get the shit kicked out of me a lot. Yeah. And then when I became older, apparently I was a bully and then got kicked out of school for it. That's news to me. I never heard of that before. Uh, I was basically forced to transfer schools. What age was this? Like 15? Senior high school. Oh, shit. So then you're just like Marine Corps. Time. No. <laughs> um, so to after Hurricane Katrina, yeah, we moved up to our house. We had like a investment property um, in Utah. And then... Uh, moved up there. My dad got his business back online. You were in Utah? Yeah. What the fuck? My dad had a had a second home there. Yeah. That he sold for a lot of money afterwards. But um, 
bought it for cheap, sold for high. And so I wound up going to high school there and, like, started playing football and, like, started getting friends. Yeah. And then, like, hey, Dad, I want to stay. And then I started smoking more, smoking more weed, drinking more, hanging out with friends for the wrong reasons. Mm. And then I had a girlfriend that I th- someone else called her a slut, and I thought someone else said it. And I, like, punched him a couple times and pretty freak accident, like, broke his hand right here. Broke his hand? Broke his hand. And, like, <clears throat> it just... What, do you punch him in the hand? I get. I guess he blocked. <clears throat> oh, okay. And what sucks is, like, it wasn't even the right guy that called my yeah. my slutty girlfriend a fact that she was a <laughs> slut. <laughs> so what if she cheated on me? I'm going to kick your ass for it. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm insecure. Because I'm insecure, <laughs> yeah. man. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, like, he had surgery and all this, and just, like, out of the blue, like, months later... Um, my mom got a phone call from his mother like, hey, I had to pay for my son's hand surgery and your son broke his hand and, like, got brought up to the school. And, like, you're a bully. And I'm just like, uh, I had a, multiple times in my life I had to, like, look myself in the mirror and be like, what kind of person am I? Yeah. It's really fun. Those are always great. You're just I mean, like they're, they're, if you don't take them for granted, they're super useful. Yeah. No, I mean, it, there's a lot of times that I feel like when you do, you kind of don't listen to yourself mm-hmm. and you're like, no, it's fine. Like, you know, I, it, what, what I'm thinking is not true. And then when you finally like the third, fourth time when you're like, yeah, I'm a monster, mm-hmm. I need to do something about this. And then you're just like, okay, I think it's time to actually do something about this. Right. And that's what I talk about. I had um, a family member that was really blind to that mm. about, oh, it was their fault, this fault, that fault. And I was pretty good about it. And especially I learned because I got caught with like a teeny bit of weed before the Marine Corps. Yeah. And I had to, to get it off my record, I had to go to like AA. Right. And yeah, that adds up. I was forced <laughs> to tell my story. I was like, yeah, well, this cop and the guy stopped me. He's like, no, that cop was doing his job. You were doing something illegal in that spot, and that cop who was doing his job came across you doing something, smoking weed at a dock. And you're like, this is, this is AA, though. <laughs> well, they're making me take a, a responsibility. Yeah. And I remember he made me stop what I was saying and turn it to where I... You're the guilty one. ...had a joint and was yeah. smoking weed, and that cop caught me doing something illegal that I was doing. Right, yeah. And it, like, just shook my world. And from then, I took responsibility more so for things I've done wrong. And then what I'm also good at is if I do something wrong and I get in trouble for it, I'm very less likely. I'm not talking about, like, crimes and shit. Yes, of course. But, like, I remember in the Marine Corps, how, how about I say this? If I'm getting direction of what not to do, I'm usually best about not doing it, mm. making that offense instead of um, ask for forgiveness, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because I remember in the Marine Corps, one of our corporals told us on ship, he's like, hey, if you're going to the gym, it's either rainbow gear, which is like wear whatever you want, but no green or green on green. You can't have yeah. like a green shirt with mm. a pair of swim trunks or something. Yeah, And uh, we're... Me and my buddies, little booty boots, getting ready to go to the gym, and my buddy puts a unit shirt, and he has whatever bottoms on. You're like, you can't do that. And I'm like, hey, no, not you. I was like, hey, dude, like, no, you, you can't do that. Yeah, It's yeah. like, we were just told. He's like, dude, 
you're being paranoid, relax, and mm. then we get seen in the gym, it gets reported, comes all the way down to the corporal. You're like, you were fucking there with him. And like one of those cases where I'm not gonna be like, well, I tell him. But like as soon as we get bitched out and whatever punishment is, I'm just like, hey motherfucker, I literally did tell you and yeah. now I'm caught up in your bullshit. You know? How did he take that? He's just like, whatever. I don't remember, but yeah. I just I've been in those situations before and that's when like kinda as a father adult, I'm not getting caught up in that shit. Just like, hey man, you you go do that. Yeah, I mean You like, have fun doing that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully you take accountability when you get in trouble for it. Yeah. And I remember talking to one of our counterparts about that, about a little drinking and razzing a little too much. That could be a lot of people. I know, it could be, but yeah. just like, hey, you know, like you don't see me out on a Friday night getting into a fucking fist fights. Oh yeah. No, I mean <clears throat> as long as you win, no. Um, I feel like <laughs> it <laughs> I feel like uh, that's really easy to, to get tied up into. Well, yes, but it's also very easy to get yourself out of because now my mom comes from an alcoholic father and she was never stoked about me going to the bars. Yeah. But like one of the clear lines that really helped me is like, okay, if I'm not doing anything, I'm not going to go to the bar because what's going to happen? I'm going to spend a lot of money. Right. Or just money. I'm just going to spend money. I'm going to drink more than probably I should. Mm. I might hook up with a chick. I'm probably not going to be like, well, this is when I'm single. Yeah. Probably not do the right thing. Probably, you know, have unprotected sex mm. or get into a fist fight. If I win, I, I have an assault charge, which has happened. Right. Yeah. And then, or if I lose, I'm just like this embarrassment. Like I get my ass beat. Now I have to get hand surgery. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I see what you did there. And, um, yeah. So it's like, what good is coming out of going to the bar? Now there's a difference between having dinner and drinks and then rolling out and like, all right, later, man. Right. Right. We're having some beers over at your friend's house. But Mm -hmm. then you have the buddy that comes over, has a steak and beer and then they can't keep it together and they go out in town and fucking get a DUI after they just had dinner with friends, you know? Have you ever heard about people like that? No? I'm I mean, not talking about anybody specifically. No, I mean, I, I I have a friend that constantly gets in trouble. Yeah. Um, Constantly gets in trouble. But he's just, like, good at staying out of trouble. Um, actually, I have a few friends like that. Yeah. Um, But uh, he... And I love the dude, but um, I feel like he just has never really had, like, a full slap on the wrist. Yeah. I mean, he, he has in the past. Yeah. Which got him kicked out of Bud's. Okay. Um, But he just keeps on doing it. And well, that should be like, hey, man, like, you joined the Navy to be a SEAL. Yeah. You got kicked out, you got kicked out of the program. You can't be a SEAL. Right. Like, when, when are you going to, like, just reel it in and be like, hey, I need to, like, stop doing right. this shit. But that's so easy to like, if you, unless you really make take that accountability and like be like I'm responsible for this shit, mm-hmm. it's gonna keep on going. Right, exactly. Yeah. And that was that was something um, when I became a SEAL cadet when I got through and I'm in prep mm-hmm. and I'm finally there. I remember them telling me like you're restricted to the building. Yeah, you're on duty. When you leave the building, you have to check out. You get your your red card status right now, which means any time you're always in a military uniform. 
And I, dude, I went from being an infantry Marine to a civilian mm. to processing through the Navy. And even in processing, I could go off and do whatever I wanted. Yeah. Because I was at your boot camp, but I didn't do it. Mm. I could get out of uniform and like go out into town. No one gave a shit. To going across the street and like anywhere you go, you have to sign out. You have to be in a military uniform. Mm -hmm. We have to know where you are at all times. And you're like, what the fuck? You have a curfew on the weekends. Yeah. You have a wake up time on the weekends. Mm -hmm. You cannot drink alcohol. If you go out into town, you have to be in your NSUs and you have to be in a group of three. And I was just like, oh, and you can't drive. Yeah. yeah, Like my car is in the parking lot. And then. I remember the dudes like, how much does this program mean to you? I was like, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. And like, for me, I was like, I was in dude. Mm -hmm. I remember one time I like absolutely needed to run an errand. So I like checked out to go to the chow hall, got in my car, awkwardly got out of my uniform and like went and run an errand to UPS. And I came back and that was like the only time UPS. Yeah. That what? I I had something that was delivered from UPS. Like I don't this know guy what it bought was. this guy bought this necklace on off eBay on me and I needed <laughs> to send it out. I needed that fifty bucks. Um, <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but like it was something that got sent to the UPS store, and I couldn't go pick it up. Yeah, but I had to, and like that was the only time. And then you had dudes, um, that got their green uh, that got their yellow card that are allowed to drink unless you're underage. Mm. One dude gets caught on Snapchat drinking at a ball game awesome. out of the program. Um, the class, two classes or one class before me, um, all forge their yep, slips that, that was, to that was yeah, like 25% get kicked out of the program. And then you'll run into those dudes. And like I could have been a Navy SEAL, but they kicked me out for some bullshit. Yeah. And it's like, no, here, let me take you back to Blake at 19 years old when I was forced to say I. Right. I forged the slips. I got kicked out of the Navy SEAL program, and I am not a Navy SEAL because I fucked up. Not I could have been. You don't know what happened in Hell Week. You don't know what if you would have made it to Hell Week. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that I just remember that very clearly. And I remember someone like, "Dude, relax, bro." It's like, no, this program means a lot to me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to be one of those dudes that has a drink I really don't need or care about. And get caught. Yeah, like I can go without a drink for right. a year and, and a half. And that's another thing, too. It's like, how long can you, oh, I can go forever. Well, then go forever. Yeah. I mean, why Why are you trying to do something for yourself and you're willing, you're, it's not even, and then like the accountability piece. It's not even that like, oh, you're like fine with drinking. It's like that you are willing to right. risk. Yes. Like not even just like, oh, like I would drink. It's just you're willing to risk like everything that, like your future. Yeah. That's why I've always been like a goody two shoes. I'm just like I I'm not gonna risk anything. No, I get that. I've in never a been aspect. like I've never like wanted to get in trouble. You know, and, and that is respect. I don't think you want to get in trouble. I don't think anybody or, wants to get in trouble. But willing, it's, willing to risk right. that. Shit. And I think um, I think it, it's called probably your constitution. Maybe would be a good word. Yeah. It's like uh, have you watched Parks and Rec? Briefly. So there's this character Ron Swanson. Yeah, and I know he's Ron. very he's like Claymore. Yeah, yeah, he's very um. Uh, what's the political party? Um, libertarian. Libertarian. Yeah. I do what I want. I don't think we should have any rules. Borderline. Anarchist. Um, anarchist, yeah. right? And he's trying to get 
something done and it turns out his wood shop is completely out of code. Mm. And he's like, well, my code, my Ron Swanson code will similarly correlate with the city's code of electrical and dust collection. Yeah. And it's like, for most of us, our code does align with don't murder, don't rape, right. don't fucking hurt children, don't do all these different mm-hmm. things. But then it's, are you the type of person that does all those things? Yeah. The things to keep you out of jail, right? When someone's not looking or when you have the opportunity, are you speeding down the, the highway? Yes. Are you a speeder? <laughs> are you? Yeah. Dude, yeah. I'm doing fucking 80 and I'm passing a cop and he is not flinching when the five is like 55 miles an hour. Yeah. Which is just change it to 75, dude. Like Honestly, yeah. The but limit. Like all, it's, of it's, a, all of us going in that group are all breaking the law by 20 miles an hour. Yeah. And it's, and it's, and then it goes into people that are sticklers about uniforms, but they're not sticklers about something on themselves. It's like, oh, yeah, that's, you're, you know, fucking, you're not wearing a skivvy shirt or whatever. You're just like, and it's like, you look like shit. Yeah, too. but you have fucked up boots. Yeah. But you, you, you didn't shave this morning or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You, you just were walking and talking on a cell phone, which is yeah. you have to stand in place. I hate that. Or you just walked across the parking lot without your cover, but you're yelling at me because my mustache is too long. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, you want to nitpick on this, but not hold yourself accountable for that. Right. And it's not even, I mean, it's it's not even like how good of a sailor you are at that point. It's like your actual, like, who are you as a man? Right, your constitution. You know? Your constitution. Like, where does where does your thing differentiate from the the real rules? Mm-hmm. Where does it? Where do you think you're better than that? Nah, dude, I'm not gonna get caught, so I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna do this, do this. or that. Yeah, and those kind of thoughts do make me nervous. It's just like, ah, <laughs> oh, dude, I could do this. I could probably get away with that. But fuck, dude, no, I could. Yeah, I can't do it, man. Right. And it's funny because, like, I've always been like that. I've always been like, I can't do that. I'm going to get in trouble. There's a possibility I can be in trouble. <clears throat> and then I joined um, the military that would literally put me in the worst position. And I'm just like, yeah, that's fine. Like, that's fine. That's my constitution. They'd be like, I can't get in trouble. But, like, putting my welfare in risk, like, I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's – it's – I'm not fine with it. It's I, so I weird, like – they talk about it. They, it's talked about them, them, the, they, them, those people, Jay. um, that like, oh, if it's on a grand enough scale, there's really, it's just the way business and politics works. It's yeah. like if you take five hundred million from the government on a loan and you default on it, mm. it's like, oh, we'll do the we'll do the bailout program for you, but if you, <laughs> if you have a government contract. Uh, over COVID and it's like $20,000, yeah. you're starting to come for that money. Right. It's like, nah, you know, fuck you. <laughs> it's like, oh, dude, if you commit fucking, if you're a general and you you tell your whatever to have a 20-year proxy war mm-hmm. and mil- hundreds of thousands of people are killed and at the end, there's fucking, you know, this explosion. It's like, oh, no one's kept accountable. But no, yeah. if you're over there and you pull the trigger... Your CEO is going to help hold you accountable, mm-hmm. but no one's holding that general accountable. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, that's what happened in D.C. That's what I'm saying. That's what we were talking about. It's at such a grand scale that it's to the point where it's just like, oh, no, just some, that dude told me. 
Yeah. And they're like, well, did he? And they're like, no. It's like the, um, man, I had a phrase for it. I don't know if it's real. The, just like the putting off of blame, just like putting it on someone else. Yeah, and by like the time the, it like they get to that person with the microphone, they're like, "Man, that's just old, dude." Mm. Fucking like the negligence. August twenty sixth, dude. That was two years ago. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, it's it was some new shit, dude. Did you hear about fucking January sixth? How about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, um, yeah. When it comes to that, like it's just negligence. The kind of people just deter, and they're just like, "Yeah, that never really happened." Yeah, man. I'm, I'm thinking of the words, but it doesn't matter. That's fine. Fuck it all, dude. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, Vikings. Okay. So me and me and Joe on the last podcast, Joe was talking about professionalism. He's mm. like, dude, what's professional about like shooting people and like doing this shit and doing that shit? Like everything we do is like infantry. It's like, that's not professional, dude. So again, we have these these rules of like statutory crimes. Mm-hmm felonies, misdemeanors, and then, like, politeness, right? Yeah. And these are all based off of our societal norms. Yep. But then you look 500 years in the past. I don't know when Vikings were a thing. A little bit less. Or uh, You you look far back in the past of what those societies were, mm-hmm. and it was rape and pillage. It was just if they are not a Viking, or even if they are a Viking, like, the justification of just killing them on the spot, right? Yeah. So, like, this, what the definition of a man is on basically their constitution or their morals, their moral compass, mm. on politeness. Like, is it polite to go get into a fist fight down in Camp Porno? No, but is that, would some people consider that a manly constitution? So, like, the difference between, like, politeness, being polite, professional, and sticking to your morals and of our like primordial evolutionary, yeah, just well, like mongering. I think um, everyone has their own definition of prof- you know, professionalism. What is professionalism? Right. Um, you know, my my definition of it is being able to be proficient at your job. Being, pre- I mean, it depends what it is, I guess. In in general, being able to be proficient, being able to be well mannered. And being able to be presentable, so mm-hmm. all three of those together. If you're if you're able if you're able to encompass all of it into one, which is, you know, your presentation of who you are, that's then you're a professional. Or if you're a sponsored athlete, if you're a sponsored athlete, or if you buy a Toyota and it says TRD Pro, right? Everything. Because it does get a little muddled, right? A little yeah, muddled I mean, where it's like, oh, you're a professional painter. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, man, I fucking paint houses. Yeah. And it's like, no, I'm a professional artist painter. And it's like, professional, yes, that man makes a living off of painting houses. For and, the he, and he's missing a front tooth, and he walks around, and, you know, right, he's not right. presenting a suit and tie, but he is a professional painter. And then you see him, but you're like, that guy's not professional. That motherfucker's a scallywag, yeah. as I would call him. <laughs> yeah, he looks like shit. Yeah. So it really depends what you do. So let's yeah. say, like, you are a painter. Let's say you're an artist, right? Mm-hmm. That community will also have their depiction of what a professional artist looks like. Yeah. Now we're talking about the military that people are trained to kill, mm-hmm. trained to, I mean, all, all a certain segment yeah. of the military. 
trained to uh, gather intel, mm -hmm. trained to um, help a supply chain. Yeah. So how good are you at that, right? You know, are you present? Can you present yourself in a, a well-mannered, mm -hmm. uh, you know, way? So, would you say there's a time and place to like be in this presentable portion versus like this guerrilla style? So, the way that I see that is, at least in my experience as, um, you know, as a corpsman, is that whatever happens overseas, whatever, however I look, that doesn't matter as much. Mm -hmm. Due to the fact that, you know, it's almost unattainable because, you know, like we're not shaving as much. Right. We're, I'm not gelling my hair, but I'm well-mannered to the, to the degree that, like, I'm able to communicate. Um, but that's when it kind of gets misconstrued. <clears throat> but then when, I, when, we're, when we're back, let's say no one would know what we've done overseas. Mm -hmm. But let's say a civilian sees me and they're like, he's, you know, he looks good in his uniform. He, he does his hair. He shaves. He looks good. Yeah. Being able to have that duality. That's when I feel like someone's really professional. Yeah. Well, I would think, I think a little bit, it gets muddled when mm. like overseas, right? You're wearing camouflage for the purpose of being yeah. a hard target. Right. You're trying, you're trying to be a soft. Yeah. You're trying to be a hard target. You're mm. trying to be hard to shoot at. You're trying to blend in yeah. with the, the dirt background, right? Mm -hmm. And so having a beard that takes your jawline out of this perfect, you know, silhouette of a jawline yeah. and have a beard and have glasses covering your eyes and even for like intel gathering on you, you're trying to look like a fucking grizzly man so they right. can't say, hey, we have blah, 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 the the corpsman clean shaven where everybody else is, looks like a fucking gorilla. Right. Um, and then I think what would be a helpful thing is when we're back in the rear and we're wearing camouflage all the time. Now this is a little bit tricky with the infantry. Cause like you're kind of always training. Yeah. But what the Navy does is you're at a clinic, like, no, go put on your NSUs. This is the yeah. uniform of the day. Mm -hmm. You slicked hair, clean shave. You're in a suit, which the rest of the world wears a suit to go to work. You wear a suit to go to work and right. see people and click, click, clack. Yeah. Like the civilian that comes in, even though it's not really true, Back in the day, a little bit, 20 years ago, everybody would be, you know, button-up shirt. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you put on a button-up shirt. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that does give a good kind of perception of, like, the on and off switch of what you're saying. But it gets a little frumpy in the fact that, like, we're in the rear. We're kind of in a training status, even though everybody in that CP is not going out in the dirt. Yeah. But they're in camouflage and gunner has super faded camouflage but no one's telling gunner what to do you know yeah i mean that it definitely is modeled because i mean did that gunner at one point in time was he like in regs doing everything correctly like not getting in trouble late yeah at one point yeah that's why he's a gunner yeah but now he can do whatever the fuck he wants now he can do whatever like i had when i was in one seven towards <laughs> the end of my time there i had my first sergeant who was a really good dude come up to me he's like Fuck, I'll have to bleep my name. He's like, <laughs> got to get new camis. Ugh. They're too faded. Mm. I'm just like, these are fucking, they're like perfect. Yeah. They're like pajamas, they're, they're man. They're comfy, yeah, they're comfy. And he told me that, and then my CO walks up, and he's wearing white deserts. 
I'm just like, get the fuck, dude. But <laughs> yeah. that that first sergeant's not going to go tell his commanding officer, who is his counterpart. Mm. At least he wouldn't at that time, obviously. Or he did, and the CO goes, go fuck yourself. Yeah. That's not my priority. I wear these. These are fucking super old, and I like them. Yeah. That first sergeant can't do a goddamn thing about that. But was that a professional interaction? I don't, I don't know if that did happen, yeah, but yeah. I just remember me getting picked on for having faded right. camis, yeah. and then, uh, fuck, and then my number one prime example walking up, my commanding officer, right. having f- cloth yeah. as... <laughs> like it, falling apart. Yeah, so faded. and it's just like, god damn, but like, mm. I don't have a foot to stand on because what my first sergeant is saying is correct. Right. But he's yeah. doing it. Right, right. I mean... The way that I see it, too, is, like, it, it kind of means more when you're taking care of your uniform. Can I get the liquid death? Uh. <laughs> um, it means more, I, I suppose, to advocate for them that you are able to maintain a good uniform, maintain all that, you know, all the regulations. Yeah. Um, because you are, when you are in the shit, it's, like... You are completely out of regs. I mean, you saw that in Afghan. <clears throat> yeah. How yeah. quick. Now, I don't know how any other company conducted business. <coughs> yeah. I don't know how Echo conducted business. I don't know anything up until we were all in the same battle arena. Right. I remember showing up to the BAS when y'all were still around mm-hmm. in uh, wherever base, <clears throat> and he had a shit like rolled way the fuck up. In Afghan or? No, in. Uh, before yeah, y'all went to peace out Kuwait wherever the hell that yeah, was yeah jobber. me I was out in with a bunch of SF dudes and spooks <clears throat> and I rolled my shit up at a range and my gunny got told by my lieutenant he came up he's like hey doc I gotta be the guy to like unroll your shit I'm like right, hey, dude especially when you come off that way yeah absolutely no problem yeah no I, I agree my lieutenant that. was old enlisted my gunny's just old school it's just there's really no fucking reason for it. Like, man, like, unroll your shit. So I don't know how any of y'all operated in the field, <coughs> platoon, squad, company, anything. But as soon as we got to Afghan, Kevlar button undone, Done. rolled sleeves. Yeah. Dude, if you're a fucking 81 millimeter mortarman, holy shit, you just lost your fucking mind. Yeah. Absolutely lost your mind. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I remember we were, you know, Warrior sleeves have my tattoos showing. But then again, this is why I might get into fights because out of nowhere, someone came up to me to tell me what everybody else is being uh, an offender of. Fix your shit. And yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, yeah. There's 20 other dudes around here. Yeah, but you're part of fucking Cat, Cat Blue and you fix <laughs> your shit. And I just walk away from the dude. I well, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was told, I was asked, hey, Doc, do you want to play a game? Oh, yeah, this. <clears throat> hey Doc, do you want to play a game? Yeah, sure. It's, it's called "Put Your Fucking Kevlar Back On," and I'm like, that is literally the most dis- disrespectful way. Like, I just, I just, and I've asked this before. You don't think he was joking? Like, no, he was. This just, was a playful thing. No, he wasn't joking. That was just like that's just who he was. That's how we? Uh, that's just how we rolled. Um, I'll bleep it. What was his name? I, I swear to God, I'll bleep it. Okay, yeah. I was because we had uh, this dude Skinner take over for. Uh, oh, Skinner! Skinner was my man. He was he was. Uh, Skinner took over for. Um, XO for a golf company. 
He's, and he, well, what happened was, and you probably already know, but I was with first platoon. I was new. I was the newest corpsman there. Um, and then they didn't take me and Serrano on their detail mm-hmm. in the Gulf. So then we were. So they just left without corpsman? <laughs> yeah, because they wanted to rely on the blue side corpsman over there. They said they had a medical contingency there. And it, w- it w- wasn't, you know, Staff Sergeant Hoover right. that did it. Um, because he wanted to bring at least. It seems very dumb. Yeah, I mean. Like, I was, why do you have? I was new to the platoon, right? And then they were gone. Yeah. So I'm, I did one one day in the field with them. And then they were gone. And then went before the platoon with Staff Sergeant Emmett and LT Skinner. And just like that, became my family. Like, those were my guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of that, it was because I was like disrespected. I mean, was it a logistic thing or was it a manning thing? Like maybe, but the impression was that like they didn't need us. Right. So then we were displaced and we were put into uh fourth and third platoon respect. Uh, um, just, we were just, we kind of asked the, like LT Skinner and, and, um, at least me, like the staffs aren't. Um, Staff Sergeant Emmett and LT Skinner like asked, I'm like, can I like join your platoon? And they're like, yes, like we want you to join. Yeah. Um, so I just went with them, became family, and then that's where that started. But um, it all stemmed from kind of just being like disrespected and being like, you guys aren't coming with us. Yeah, that's a little weird. I, I, f- I feel like it was Sankey, Sankey or maybe Duffy. And they both were in a place and then the army like National Guard or whoever, whatever unit shows up. Yeah. And they're like, all right, hey, where's your medic? Where's your whoever is replacing me? <laughs> and I think it might have been both of them. They're just like, medic? Yeah. Like, yeah, you're medic for your small unit out here. Like, we we don't have a medic. Yeah. Like, so who's your medical senior advisor? Like, we don't have one. And they're just like, okay. Have, <laughs> have a good time on deployment. And they're like, Goodbye. What the <laughs> fuck? Just and I think the coyote. Mm-hmm. Can we go get him? Hell yeah! <laughs> that is that is interesting. Um, you haven't seen him like walk by a horno and shit. I've seen one that got hit by a fucking car. Oh. Yeah, it was just wildy dead coyote. <laughs> <laughs> I love coyotes. I think they're cool. They're pretty cool. Like small I fox wolves. They ate my cat in Louisiana. Yeah. I don't have that history. I don't think you like cats. I used to have one. You had a cat? Remember that? Kitty cat. <clears throat> you used to have a little kitty cat. And then uh, oh, give her away. Mia. At your house? At your apartment? San, San, San Clemente, yeah. I mean, San Clemente's not there. Back there. That way. You know so, San Clemente, we had a cat and then we gave it, gave it away and got a dog. It was upgrade. Yeah. People get confused when I point and say across the street and this and that. Like at my at my new command, like talking to my chief, I was like, "Yeah, across the street." They're like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Main side, Camp Pendleton." Yeah, across. He's the street. like, "No, oh, <coughs> yeah, I guess He's like, we don't talk like that." Yeah, that's not accurate. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I don't know what I'm talking about myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all the same. Got That'd be such a good skit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I was helping an immigrant. <laughs> I used to call him at. I used to call him. At 12 o'clock at noon every day. Hey, what are you doing? Uh, well, you know, 
like, okay, what? Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm on mean side. I, I'm helping an immigrant. I'm like, what are you talking about? We need accountability. Uh, an immigrant, yeah, he, he doesn't have his, his citizenship yet. Who is this immigrant you're talking about? He's like, oh, uh, you know, uh, Lance Corporal Garvey. Well, didn't he hang up on you? I got to go by. He just like hung well, up. Well, yeah, he, yeah, he's like, ah, oh, we're, at, we're at the counter. I, I got to go. I'm like, all right, but who is this guy? He's like, it's uh, Garvin, who used, who's like one of my Marines. I'm like, okay, you could have just yeah. started with that. But um, he was helping an immigrant at noon on a Tuesday. I was stuck in a ditch somewhere. <laughs> I got stuck in the sewer. I followed a <laughs> raccoon down there. <laughs> it kind of waved at me, and I just followed. What I, did I tell you? Um, I think I was working on... Uh, Anyway, I was on duty in the BAS, okay. and it's the battalion changeover from the last last BC to the new BC. Mm, talking about upgrade. I've known about this for, like, months, dude, and I yeah. knew my duty was oh, on the day. right, right, yeah. I'm like, dude, sweet. I don't have to go stand out in formation for them to parade the colors and do all mm. this political back and forth, and you are now the new – Battalion commander of like, yep, we know. And I knew it, dude. I knew from f- way far out that I didn't have to go do that because yeah. I was on duty. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, just pops up behind me. <laughs> the entire battalion is up on the hill on the helo pad, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, "What's up, dude?" Yeah, well, yeah, apparently they're battalion formation. And I didn't, uh, yeah, like, yeah, it's the battalion changeover You've known this for well no one months. told me i was like i've known for months <laughs> months <laughs> like we have this in the group chat anyway yeah. i'm trying to see if i can go home yeah he's <laughs> like no you're gonna go walk up there i was trying to get this damn signature from teely <laughs> so i can go idc yeah. school i'm just like dude you sure that's the thing he's yeah. like yeah anyway i'm like you're gonna be here a while everyone's at <laughs> Yeah. The battalion changeover. He's like, well, now one tells me things. Yeah. Like, it's in the damn group chat for a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are we at three hours? No, not even close. What are we at? Two? Sorry. Nice. Yeah. I need to take a piss. Go ahead. Man. Okay. Yeah. Just going to do it right here. Yeah, dude. Into, into the in, Yeti. Into there. It's waterproof. It's not really waterproof. It's very bad. Trying to be fast. Yeah, go ahead. Take your time. Come man.
You ever know if you might have a sandwich hiding on you? Oh. Oh, my man. I'm going to eat. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so there was a box there. I was super excited, and uh, it's you empty. You want No, it's okay, man. Right. No, enjoy your sandwich. Okay, well, I did. It's <laughs> good. It's Found good. that sandwich in a sewer. <laughs> yeah, raccoon made it for me. Yeah, so. raccoon made it. <clears throat> so, um... Yeah. Want some vodka? No. Is that really vodka? Oh, yeah. That's nice. Mm-mm-mm. With the black flask, too. Really good uh, doctor's medicine put on it. Yeah. Doctor's poison. That's not vodka. Oh. <laughs> it smells like... It's not vodka. It's hand sanitizer. It's hand sanitizer. <laughs> Straight up hand sanitizer. It's rubbing alcohol. That's how you stop the COVID. People started to drink hand sanitizer. Oh, yeah. I made that joke. Um, my wife was a little under the weather. She's like, hey, go to Trader Joe's and get these, like, little herbal shots. You know what I'm talking about? You ever seen those? Around? Little tinctures? Yeah, yeah little tinctures, little last one. shot yeah. things. And I go. And I always do this. If my wife gives me anything to get out of the grocery store, I'll just, like, grab someone like, hey, man, my wife told me to get this, so can you help me? <laughs> like, I'm I'm a retarded person. And they're like, got you, dude. So uh, he, he goes and he brings me to it. I'm like, oh, yeah. He's like, is this it? I was like, yeah, that's the stuff that cures COVID, right? And, like, dude, we're in, like, pretty close to Los Angeles. And yeah. this guy's just like, uh, I'm like, I'm just joking around. He's like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> Like a moment of fear, he just thought I was. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. wish that fucking dog would shut up. Sorry, y'all can't hear it, but there's a coyote fucking having birth or something. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely giving birth up there. Yeah, the the fear that struck into that man's face that I made a, a joke Is about COVID. COVID. <laughs> oh. oh, another time. I guess they had they took the mask away. They put the mask back on. They that took was the fun. mask away. Yeah, really and I went into times. Trader Joe's without a mask. And I heard one of the employees like, oh, we got a rebel in the crowd. And I was just like, I didn't even know what he was talking about at first. And then yeah, I realized yeah. that Trader Joe's personally, like as a company, was like, please mask. And I didn't read this fucking sign. Be like, hey, Tristan, come over here. <laughs> yeah. Let me fucking knock you out. I'll show you how much of a rebel I am. That's why I hate Californians, man. Not hate, but I they think it's a pretty general, broad stroke. Yeah, but I think it'd be, I think it's mainly the people that are trying to merge into the Hollywood, just like because when they try yeah. to do that, they give up everything that makes them a human being yeah. to morph into this character that they tell them to be. Right. It's like basically selling their soul. Mm -hmm. Like I will conform to any idolized. I doubt ideological, right? Anything you yeah. want me to believe that is that. Yep. yep. Hook, line, sinker. I'm it's with fine. you guys. Just feed me money. I just want to be in the next John Wick. Just yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. it takes to Can be. Can you shoot me in the face in the next John Wick? <laughs> My name's Dan Blazarian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I know it was almost, almost a seal. I'm so. suing them because I paid them half a million dollars <laughs> to get 15 seconds. They only put me in for 13. Is, is that something that happened? Yeah. In the new one? No, no, not John Wick. Um, what oh, was, what was the Navy SEAL one? American Sniper? The, well, the one where the uh, helicopter gets shot down. 
Lone Survivor. Lone Survivor. Yeah. He was supposed to be in longer. And uh, he just like they just like showed like him like they showed him like super fast sit, sitting on a Chinook. Yeah, and he paid he paid a certain amount of money to be in it. Desperate. And then he also paid I don't know desperate. Boink. <laughs> oh boy, it's really good equipment. Yeah, my equipment's not problematic. It's freaking fine. It's, it, it awesome. really is fine, dude. Yeah, it's fine. The amount of money I put into this hits you in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> Could hear your heartbeat. <laughs> Um. Yes, he's desperate. That is ridiculous. Please, yeah. So I just want to be in the movie for at least thirteen. But seconds. didn't the dude okay. from Fast and Furious do the same thing? Paul Walker? No, Tyrone Biggins. <laughs> Tyrone Biggins. That is from uh, the Chappelle Show. Oh no, who's Tyrese? Tyrese. Tyrese. Biggins. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tyrone's brother. Yeah. 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 No, but wasn't he paying to be in Fast and Furious? I don't know. I'm pretty sure he was. I don't know. Because they have been actors that are like, please, I fucking need this. Did, did he pay for, to be in the one that like they're like going outer space? I fell off, dude. I uh, they fell off. I can't. It's not even Fast and Furious anymore. <laughs> what was the dude? I don't know what. I think it was Hobbs and Shaw. Maybe that's Fast and Furious, right? I don't know. I don't. I watched the first one, and then like the second one was like. I think it was Hobbs and Shaw because I remember Kevin Hart like popping up in a little cameo oh, on really? the plane. It was kind of funny. And then it's like Charlize Theron's like zombie cars, and like they hack all the cars in the city, and they're all like driving. On yeah, the road. and it's like, shit. what is this? And then another scene, um, Vin Diesel jumps in the air to catch a girl doing like two hundred miles an hour, catches her between two bridge parallel bridges with a gap in between, and then catches her midair. And then lands into a convertible car, and no one gets blasted. To Get the fuck out! No of one here. gets pink misted when yeah. they collide, uh, doing two hundred miles an hour. Yeah, you know, you like land on like the like the shift and yeah. just rip and, you open. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, because his hand eye coordination is so good when he jumps out of that car. Right, he has to unbuckle first. Of course, he doesn't. Um, had a seatbelt on the whole time. And people are like, "Oh, dude, just take it for what it is. It's it's a car movie. It's action. It's like." Yeah, but there's a certain point where I just can't pretend anymore. No. That's so bad. I want to see cars go fast, not Vin Diesel flying. Yeah, give us a little bit of realism, not, dude, we have to drive cars in outer space. Yeah, we're driving on Mars. I don't know how to get, and like, when does it become a B movie? Because they make millions of dollars, right? It doesn't because I they don't like make millions anymore. No, it doesn't become a B movie because everyone will just watch it because it's Fast and Furious. Right. I and don't, then, but it's like B movie plot line at least not quite oh. not like movie production wise yeah it's like I mean, top they, notch but they spend millions of dollars for a shitty movie yeah it's like vin diesel's doing coke like no this will work <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do this one yeah, i'm Groot. let's go <laughs> they're like storyboarding and they're just like vin this is this is ac- this is actually ass yeah. he's like no no we're going to be on, on the moon and driving, and it's all about family. The first person on Mars will be a GT Camaro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? That's not a car. 2024. <laughs> it's not out yet. Yeah, Ford Lightning. It's going <laughs> to drive you to the moon. Tesla. Yeah, Tesla. <laughs> hey, Tesla, should... suck my dick. <laughs> hey, Tesla, could you uh, clean my balls, please? <laughs> it, it can do that. Yeah. No, yeah, I know. New mm-hmm. update's crazy, dude. Yeah, the, the Tesla has a bidet in it. <laughs> Like it's automatic to bidet. Can you show me where it is? <laughs> yeah. If you hit never s- used one, have you? A bidet? Yeah. No, nah, I mean I, I You shot it up in there, dude? 
Holy shit. That's loud. Is it dying? Like, you think it's dying? I think it's on a bidet. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting its water shot in its ass. Um, that's a French thing, I believe. Bidet? Yeah. Uh, don't. You see, don't that's one thing I don't dabble in. You don't I, fuck with the French or your butthole? I am, tw- I think. I Apparently, I'm 25% French, so I, <laughs> I, I shall at least try it once. 75% butthole? 75% butthole, <laughs> 25% French. So, um... Yeah, no, no bidet. Oh, bidet now. You think Vikings use bidets? <laughs> yeah, they had bidets back in the yeah. 1400s. Yeah. Yeah. It was mainly sticks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just sticks, and they would just wipe each other's ass. Where did your uh, Nordic passion come from? Because you like all that, right? Uh-huh. But you're French. Are you Greek, German, French? But where did that come from was my... None of those things um, are Vikings. <laughs> Well, when they did the world tour, they actually did recruit a few guys when they went through. Not Germany. They fought against the... You're not 6'5", blonde, with broad shoulders. No. I mean, you're, you're not short. Not short. You have black hair, a <laughs> thick... But you're, you're just Greek. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'm, I'm, dude, I'm a fucking Frenchman over here. I'm not... I'm not... But... Um, where did it come from? Yeah, where did your, like... You think that shit's cool, right? Yeah, I got into it. Um, my my platoon sergeant, uh, we talked very briefly about it, and then he's just like, "Just think about like being within the warrior class. He's mm-hmm. like, he's like, what does the warrior class mean to you?" And that was kind of like the first um, like sit down talk we talked about. And then um, he, when I would roll with him, like you know, if it's in the field or we just like um, doing whatever, he had a patch on his, uh, I guess, like, his uh, camelback pat- mm-hmm. cover or carrier. Um, and I would just, like, look at it all the time, and it was it was actually glow-in-the-dark. So then I remember... Can be kind of sick. It's pretty sick. Depending on what it is. Yeah, it was this. It was this with uh, runes around what it. What is that called? Ayas Yalmir. Yeah, well, okay. Ayas Yalmir. <laughs> I'm so not going to try and... No. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at it, how it's spelled, you're like, I don't know. I'll never be able to... Give up on that. Yeah, real quick. But, um... Then I kind of just did it. Um, I kind of just, you know, studied, looked more into it. I'm more. I'm a history buff too, so I'm yeah. like, this is one thing, one um, culture and class I've never really studied, and I got really into it. Um, then we went to an Af- went to Afghanistan, and with him, he started calling me Doc Kraken, which Kraken was the, you know what a Kraken is, right? Yeah, I have it basically tattooed on my shoulder. Right. So Kraken, and then we would just like make jokes about that. Um, but is that Norse? It is Norse. From the sea monsters and all that shit? That's what protected the Nordic, the water all near like the Arctic Circle. That's kind of And it generated from them, not another borrowing from another culture or anything? They all borrow. I, I know they they all have their, anybody that was on the sea had their myths of sea monsters yeah. and mermaids and all that. Mm-hmm. Like the crack in the word came from those languages? Yeah. So it's a, it's um. I suppose like Scandinavian just in general, but then it came from like the Norse. Uh, it's a mythological, mythological. So when culture. I think of Scandinavia, for some reason I think of Latin people. Is that incorrect? Uh, so Scandinavia is that whole section of Norway, uh, Denmark. I really wouldn't consider, but like so tall blonde white people. I'm wrong. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Scandinavia. Um, so yeah, Kraken, and then we got we got into it talking a little bit more. And he just started calling me Doc Kraken because of how, I guess, like aggressive I was. He watched me 
Does slap, he slap a patient? <laughs> no. Um, there was a few times that I had to exchange blows, you know. And oh um, yeah, y'all were big into ground fighting, right? We were really into ground fighting. That's a cool thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Oh, I mean, then I guess like in Afghanistan too, we just uh, he just saw me like he he never saw me treat a patient before because of the detail. Train blows, right? Yeah, just started beating the shit. But then um, he's just like, he's like, you're aggressive. I'm like, yeah, I guess so. And he's like, I'm going to start calling you Doc Racken. I'm like, all right. Okay. So so then, uh, and then when we're at like the range, I guess it started before um, at the range in Kuwait, uh, like the way I was moving and the way I was shooting, he's like, eh, it's just, he's like, it's just really nice to see a corpsman like, acting like a fucking warrior mm-hmm. like yeah i don't know i like doing this um and he appreciated that i have tattoos so he's like and he was into it did you have those norse tattoos before no this is this is my um only nordic um tattoo if you would have said that i wouldn't have known i would have said that You'd all of your tattoos are i don't know i mean how much do you pay attention to like people's tattoos not much like what do i have on me do you know you have a gorilla. Yeah, but that's kind of. You have a fleur de lis. Oh, that's odd. You know that. Yeah, and then you have an octopus. Yeah, like well, unknowingly, kraken. I got a kraken tattoo. Kraken tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I know your tattoos. Okay, but if well. I if I saw someone on the street, I'd just be like, uh, there has been a uh, been a few times I'm just like on you know, like line at like Trader Joe's or something. I'm like, yeah, dude, I like your tattoo. Yeah, but how easy is it to just. You know, has not to pay attention to someone's. Yeah. And then also, like... I usually don't talk to people in general. I'm just like... Oh, yeah, I know. You might need to work on that, but... Did the podcast. <laughs> with <laughs> with you, the one of the people that actually know all their tattoos. This is really hard for me to do. Yeah. Um, fuck it. Whatever. Yeah. So, you'd say in the past three years, you got into the Norse. Is that the correct term? Norse? Norse, Nordic. Nordic. Nordic is more like if you speak about like the region. Mm-hmm. But Norse, Mor- Norse mythology, heathenism, paganism is those I was starting to study. Not like as an actual like devout, but I just found it very interesting, especially having that um, common uh, interest with uh, my platoon sergeant at the time. Right. Yeah. Um, so you said you're a history buff. I actually didn't know that. I would say mm-hmm. you're me- mostly like nutritional. Because you'll just whip some shit out of your ass yeah. about, like, what's the back on <laughs> Coke can, but... Yeah. Um, so like where do you think, like... I would probably say it came from, like, French and English, but, like, uh, like the first pol- politics first. and politeness, like... Um, like first um, political system? Not political system, but I would... I would think maybe pol- political systems and um, kind of customs and courtesies probably all come from the same place, right? Do you so think? It, uh, like this, this concept of politeness. Politeness. You like, know? Because I'm, I'm trying to th- think of, like, when did it go from, like, savagery to, like, oh, let me open this door for you. Because it's not night and day. Yeah. And, like, that would be some of the things that Americans would try and do in America is mm. – convert the savages, the Native Americans, to the way that life is, the Christian way of life, which is, yeah. you know, sitting down, um, reading books, whatever have you, 
right. and not like being barefoot out on the prairie. Yeah, yeah. They're savages. So, I, I mean, um, I feel like it really, because not as much history, but sociology. Sociologically, politeness, um, which is kind of subjective. But and I it, think I'm kind of missing the word, but like manners or like, I don't know what word would like sum all that up to. Right. I mean, besides like customs and courtesies or. Yeah. I mean, it, it, manners. There's definitely, there's, there's still places in the world that there like aren't any manners. Right. Third like, world. Yeah. Third world countries, like everyone's just trying to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say sociologically, custom and customs and courtesies started to be developed in countries that were successful in wars. What? Nothing. They were able to make money. Mm-hmm. So kind of like a um like when the bourgeoisie mm-hmm. I would probably say from the from like that point forward, there was a worldwide understanding of this society being polite. Yeah. When but, do you think that was? But uh, when was that? I, well, I mean it depends. There's bourgeois throughout the whole um, I mean, it wasn't Egypt, was it? Or no, you think French. No, I know the word bourgeois is yeah, yeah. French, but like Egyptians had this very, and like you can even look throughout the Bible of like mm-hmm. this linear timeline of like, like this is the king. Yeah. You bow to the king. Mm-hmm. You don't bow, heads chopped off, you know, and all these different societies. And now how loose or whatever kind of customs in, in this... Uh, I don't think I understand the question. <laughs> I don't think I know what you're talking we, about. <laughs> no, it's all good, dude. Won't it's, you just give up? I feel like sociology, when you're speaking about sociology, everything is very subjective and you, it kind of it blurs a lot of lines because you say, let's say like, like saying about the bourgeois, right? They are, they have money, they're affluent. Yeah. But you can't generalize the whole society because there might be like, one or two asshole people in the society. Mm-hmm. And then their but their culture is known as having this and that, these customs and courtesies. Would you think it's the creation of these customs and courtesies comes from the surplus of resources? Like being able to sit on stockpiles of something yeah. and then controlling people with their mind right. as in like, what if mm-hmm. I give you a little bit of this to not burn my village down? And right. like the Vikings like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I go away now, but yeah. you you give me half gold. And yeah. they're like, yeah. Well, I, I feel like also with that, it's kind of like the bartering system. Like how bar- right. how bartering is essentially not existent anymore. Unless you go to a, uh, fuck, I lost the word. Uh, exchange. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> Farmer's market. Farmer's market, yeah. But you're still paying money. Yeah, I'm going to become a tax agent and just, like, roll up to a farmer's market and just start <laughs> clubbing motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, oh, you have not been paying taxes for years. <laughs> I, um, I don't know. Shoot hard, someone's dog. Just, yeah, shoot the coyote. <laughs> yeah, dude, fucking, it needs to die. Yeah, it's either that or something. It's going to eat someone's So you're cat. saying bourgeoisie. I'd probably say any. Maybe the first. Because that was that was who. Worldwide, it's kind of. That like was who the known. Vikings, like, one of their main targets was, wasn't it? It's like the it French, the English like raiding Paris. Yeah, yeah. When they when they sieged Paris was a huge, um, a huge historical. Um, and then wasn't Ragnar? I don't know how accurate the show, but wasn't Ragnar's brother? Didn't he 
go off and marry like a French person and like speak the language and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he married. I believe it was she was supposed to be a princess. Yeah, but they, of Francia. They they did the old switcheroo. Yeah, I mean bastards. the main targets for um, because Vikings, it's more sub, um, one um, culture, and that was the Great Dane Army. So the, so there's the Danish. A lot of people think that the Vikings were uh, Swedish. Mm-hmm. Or that's why I've heard a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, I thought it was Swedish or, or Norwegian. But the Viking, the Vikinger back in the day was kind of just like that warrior class. And but the great Danish army was the one that the it, main people that are known as Vikings. Those are the, the, the Vikings. But were there any other tall blonde dudes on boats fucking raiding shorelines and they would recruit motherfuckers? A lot of them uh, were mercenaries to, okay. to just have bodies. Did you see the Northmen yet? Not yet. So something that's interesting in the Northmen is it seems very accurate as to, like, how everything goes. They have a kingship, and, like, they have a jester, and they have a, you fucking bow to the king, or all this different, like, customs and courtesies. Yeah, the Danish? I would assume. Yeah. But, like, in the very beginning of the movie, it's like this dude's dad is the king, Mm -hmm. and he's coming back from his long off voyage he's returning like the king is coming Mm -hmm. and like they're vikings and like he's coming in and they like parade him in and then he sits down at his fucking king chair and like the jester runs around and says he's the only one that's allowed to like make fun and yeah it's like i didn't know that was a part of viking culture at all so um what happened was that cultural diffusion the great danish army they used to siege a lot um, a lot of raids, like river raids, right? So then, like, you have uh, a lot of rivers in England. Mm-hmm. So then they would raid, and they would, I mean, it's kind of hard to, like, be polite saying it, but they, they took uh, a lot of culture from England, France. They went all over the world to... I think you're trying to be polite because it's a faux pas nowadays, but, like, yeah. dude, all cultures is melting pots if you get yeah. up in that shit, dude. Yeah, no, for sure. And they're like, oh, cultural appropriation. It's like, no, that's just the world, baby. That's Mm. just the way it works, dude. If anyone says cultural appropriation nowadays, I feel like they Well, you're not allowed to eat cinnamon then, because that is from a certain region. Right. (laughs) Only a culture. You you don't get to drink fucking tea, because that's cultural appropriation of the Asian. Yeah. And it's like... (laughs) It'll always I don't be think I said the right. <laughs> It'll always be the bing bongs, you know, the, the, you know, the guy. <laughs> yeah, you know, I can know. But uh, yeah, cultural diffusion, I think, is the best thing that ever happened to the world. And it was also uh, there's a lot of evil that it brought. I, I think that's the whole. Now, I am a Christian, but I th- a little a little loose in the in the you know terminology of that. Mm-hmm. But also um, a little bit of Taoism makes sense to me. Yeah. That like, yeah, you, you might have great intentions, but what sneaks in behind you is like this other 50% right. is, yeah. is the, the darkness of, you know, capitalism or whatever have you mm-hmm. like a hospital, a hospital yeah. is a great thing, but what is it? It's a business. It's like, right, Ooh, right. that's a little, yeah. that's a little murky water. Maybe kind of, you know, 50% of that might be evil. Yeah, maybe a touch in the, in the middle is good. And then over here is really good with it. And it's like, kind of makes sense to me that, you know, with great intentions, bad stuff can follow and with bad intentions maybe some good can sneak in too right i mean that's just i I feel like anyone's beliefs um when beliefs start to really leak into someone's perspective that's when it can get dangerous what do you mean can you make an example 
Can you give me an example? Because I don't, I mean, that's a pretty broad statement. Well, personally, I feel like I see the world differently because of my beliefs, right? So. Yes, 100%. Yeah. But that's when it comes to like that Taoism or uh, I kind of go off of like the yin, yin and yang, right? Mm-hmm. So I think like the world is a personally right now because of my experiences i feel like the world is a bad place that good places good things can happen in right but that's because yeah. of my beliefs off of my experiences will lead me to having this this view this perspective yeah um yeah so i think that's also because of your iq mm. because you're able to understand because your iq you've been on two deployments mm-hmm. you've seen parts of the world that mostly people aren't exposed to. Yeah. Whether they see it on an infomercial at 2 o'clock in the morning, they really don't get to walk in your shoes and see poverty, yeah. or see a third world country, or see violence. Right, right. It's really not anything that's around them. And then also you're an – I feel like you're an educated person with a higher IQ than, the, you know – the rest of the world and therefore when you pull that information in you're like oh this shit's kind of fucked yeah and i have a buddy very very high iq and for a while he was suffering from depression because of what he did overseas and i remember expressing it to another buddy i was just like yeah you know we were both raised christian and he's christian but you know just you know the bible's really not doing it for him Mm. it's like that's not true i'm like well you're Approaching it from this very buttoned-up Bible book, yeah. haven't left the country mm-hmm. thing over here to where I'm telling you and what I'm seeing in him is that right now opening up this book isn't doing anything for him. There might mm-hmm. be a lot of good parables and really good things about forgiveness and stuff, mm-hmm. but that doesn't fix the trauma that he has witnessed or been a part of or had to do. Right, right. But that wasn't an acceptable answer for the Bible guy over here. Yeah. And I, I think for you, seeing the world, and for me, yes, that was definitely my case for a while. It's just like, yeah, I think this shit's more than, you know, the, the 50%. It's a little bit more 75, 25 yeah. on the bullshit, bad stuff in the world. Mm. As you get older, c- consume more information, decide up your mind, your beliefs change or don't you still see the world keep getting more you're not dumb you're not believing all the bullshit you're getting yeah and life ain't all copacetic Mm -hmm. now yeah i think you have to for me now i got them little young ones down there i need to stay in a little bit of denial yeah because i'm trying to get them through this shit not even denial but kind of just protecting you and your family yeah there's no need to let that seep in and tell you what i got to I feel some sort of way going to Italy and not bringing my, my second amendment with me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's, I I mean, I guess we take it for granted, you know, it's just like, damn, like we have a lot of freedoms here. We have a lot of freedoms here, but what I'm worried about, and this is spooky talk is that I go to Italy I'm doing a, you know, I'm doing my stewardship. I'm doing the Navy thing. I'm working in a clinic. And then truly the next officially announced World War Three happens. And, uh, you know, I know you kind of, I feel like we're already in it. Cold War. But 
what if something happens in Italy or whatever? They're they're not going to hand out rifles at an armory for me to protect my home. Yeah, I'm be there with a butcher knife at my front door. I got you get back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then that I mean, with well, first of all, that like I said, like we said earlier, that that shit, those days are over. It's going to be all economic and cyber. Um, so I have to kill someone to get their gun in order to get the wheat to make the bread, right? Perspective. Yeah. So perspective. I mean, it's very easy to be paranoid, um, which is like not a bad thing. I feel like paranoia, because me, I'm paranoid. I, I feel like I always look over my shoulder. I mean, this was diagnosed by a psychologist, but yeah. um, it helps you be more um, more vigilant, helps you be be able to protect yourself and people around you. Well, that was a dude. I, I, I don't know how long he's been around, but the Sean Ryan show, I always mm. pick up little clips on YouTube. Yeah. And there was one dude that was talking about, there is a huge difference between paranoid and prepared. And yeah, they do have some overlap. It's like, I'm, I'm in that. I feel, I feel like the healthy yeah. medium is that overlap. I think it, it gets in a little bit of a weird place when you're canning goods and burying them. In uh, your backyard. Yeah, you that's, know? that's, that's, but, bad. you know, I don't know. <laughs> but perspective, let's say like, like, oh, this guy, he buries like, you know, canned peaches in his, in yeah. his backyard and he's like, I'm prepared. It's like, yeah. but then someone else would be like, dude, you're paranoid. Yeah. So I don't know. There was, um, a dude, one of the corpsmen, he has a Toyota. He's like, yeah, keep a, um, what is it? A mountain food, whatever, fucking dehydrated food. Yeah, like the space stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, we were eating them a lot in Bridgeport. He's like, I keep one and a jet boil, some medical stuff, a heat blanket, and my Toyota. It's like as a prepared thing. I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's, man, I should probably step up a little bit to that. Yeah. But then it's like, no, at, underneath my desk, I have a Glock and a tourniquet, like everywhere you go. It's like, yeah, a little on the, on the paranoid side. And then for me, dude, Tennessee, there's just a shooting. You get shootings in 29 Palms, all these different places. And it's like, does my constitution allow me to concealed carry in uniform mm. in order to fucking protect myself in a clinic when some dude goes array? Right. Well, you know, because the law says, or my jurisdiction says, I don't have authorization to do that. And if I get caught with a concealed carry, I'm fucking, I'm a weirdo. And I'm also going to see the man. I'm going to get NJP'd. Yeah. But I what think. But if that protects me from, you know, fucking. You have a good case. The room getting shot up. You have a good case. So I draw down on a motherfucker. So you'd probably just be. But I'm also untrained. Right. I mean, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not going to the range every weekend. Oh, yeah. I'm I not mean, working on my draw. Yeah. I mean, that's their perspective. And be like, will you ever see me shit before? And then they're no, like, I'm telling no, you, I'm telling trying. you as a self-evaluator, like a big reason why I don't do that is because I don't, I don't go to ranges and spend money on ammo and no, sit yeah. there and especially in California. Yeah. I know there is a place I can go, but like, I don't, I don't do it. Mm -hmm. And therefore like, Oh, I do have all these reasons, but I shouldn't because of the fact that like training isn't, isn't being done by me. Yeah. And also, I don't want to be caught being the weirdo when I'm changing into PT gear. Like, <laughs> yo, is that a... Is that it is. It's a nine millimeter. Smith, you want to see it? Dude? Yeah. Just check it out, dude. Uh, yeah, I've been training a lot. <laughs> it's not loaded. 
It's um, not loaded, I think. Yeah, I don't think so. It's fired into the Dude, I let ceiling. my kids play with it all the time. Yeah. I painted it uh, yellow. <laughs> yeah, the orange tip. Yeah, it is. Um, Pretty sweet. What was I going to say? I think everyone should own a firearm. Yeah, but you're you following the rules. You don't. Do you? You can say yeah. I don't. Yeah. Currently. But that's because I'm in California. Do you have a California? Uh, you know what? Why get into it? You could. You could own a firearm. Yeah. But you just have d- decided not to go through the painstaking process of owning a California firearm. I know how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Um, yeah. yeah. Not saying I do, not saying I don't. I know how to use a gun, but yeah. can I pop a cocaine off from 50 meters? No. Can you? Right now? When was the good. last time you shot a pistol? <laughs> Yesterday, buddy. <laughs> Yesterday. A uh, long time ago. <laughs> yeah. A few months. So, like, with the whole thing, if you watch anything on YouTube, and I'm not saying YouTube's the, but it's, like, all the gun tubers. It's just like, yeah, guns are great. Guns are very useful if you're in a bad situation. But it means shit if you don't have training. Right. And you don't have the motor functions to, like, carry through when you're super nervous or sweaty. Yeah. That, uh, who, who's the terrorist um, that was just on Joe Rogan? The Green, the Green Beret? Um, Vigilance Elite or whatever the fuck. He's a terrorist? Yeah, he got deemed by the FBI as a terrorist and got taken down. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> he's um. I don't follow any terrorists on social he's media. He's not a real terrorist. He's a former Green, Be- Green Beret. Oh. Um, no, dude, I don't like him. What's his name? No, I'm not going to mention that guy's name, but no, he's not. Fucking loser. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go that far, but. You almost yeah. shot him. Yeah, I know. I know. The laser story. Anyway, there's this other dude that that got deemed a domestic terrorist on uh, social media, and had to like they like closed all his businesses down. And he couldn't. Um, the fuck was that? All right, that's three hours now. I'm kidding. Really? No, oh. we have thirty minutes left. Okay, <laughs> it's always good to keep recounting how much time we have left. Why only three hours? You want to go le- longer? No, no, no. Cut I just I just don't like having limits. We can keep going. I'm dude. ungovernable. There we go. <laughs> um, all the gun tubers are always talking about like, dude. Oh, yeah. This guy talks about he has a training program and a preparedness program. Talks about tourniquets and like hemorrhages, having a tire kit, knowing how to like um, change your tire. Just like very manly, common things, but the lost art of it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he talks about he'll train people for shooting um, programs. And he's like, dude. We'll do a five-minute warm-up to get the blood going, then to shoot, then go over your motor skills. Mm. He's like, dude, the amount of men that come through that can't do five minutes of my warm-up without just crumbling to pieces. And, like, for me, like, that that kind of clicks over my head when I'm in the gym, yeah. like, putting miles down, just like, I can't be one of these fat tards that can't <laughs> shoot a gun after <clears throat> speed walking for five minutes. Yeah, I know. It- and that's the bad thing because I mean, like, I say everyone, everyone should own a gun, right? But then that also comes with the fitness. It also mm-hmm. comes with the willing to train. Yeah. Um, which is, I guess, a dying trait. Yeah. People, people don't have that, um, that commitment or devotion to like protection anymore. Well, you, do you think there is a uh, hit out on masculinity? 
a hit out on it? I think so. You, yeah. I think ever since the Marine Corps was deemed as toxic masculinity. <laughs> really? Yeah. You remember, do you remember that? A few uh-huh. years back, and I'm just like, this is ri- ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, these are like... Our no, it's ridiculous. A dying coyote in the fucking... Are you kidding me? Yeah. Man? So... <laughs> Good thing I have these on. I'm not close to the window. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close the window. Okay. Keep saying about toxic. But ever since um, the Marine Corps was deemed as toxic masculinity, um, that's when I really felt like people were going to start buying into it and being like, you know, maybe maybe it is uh, toxic to, to have that much masculinity. But I don't think that, like, Really, it should be tied in, um, or you know, firearms should be tied in with masculinity, because I feel like, you know, masculinity is is usually, you know, um, thought out to be like only men. Yeah. Which, like, I I feel like women can they should uh, be willing they to can. train and just like just like a man can also be feminine, right. A woman can be masculine. Uh, I would say even in a, like a proper way where you have a man that's not in their kid's life mm. and you have a woman teaching that son how to change a tire. Yeah. You know, that yeah, yeah. that woman that's just like, I got to teach this kid how to tie a tie for his first job interview. Mm. The husband, the, the man, whatever, either died or took off, whatever, and she's trying to do right by the boy. Right. And she's being masculine in a good way. Yeah, I mean, I feel like at this point in time, it's very, it's very easily um, avoidable. But I feel like everyone should just, it should just be like a unisex thing. Yeah, I mean, but nowadays we have kids saying that you know it's they them. Not in this house. <laughs> you just might as well just fucking be one one person, like not like not like the same person, but like like a unisex. Like it doesn't. You could be a woman that changes the tire. Yeah. You could be a man that like does feminine things. Right. Right. I mean, I guess that's more like of a, like an everyday thing. Yeah. Just be like, there shouldn't be like masculinity or might as well just do everything. Like people say, people say like, Oh, women do like, you know, do the dishes and shit. Like, first of all, I I hate doing dishes. I do, but that is my, that is my job in the house. Yeah. I am uh, often I fail, but at night I'm, in the chore list of what me and my wife share, mm. she basically raises the children and I do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She, she does a lot. Yeah. But I, I do the dishes. I mean, that's, yeah. I, yeah. Mean, I don't know what to say. No, I mean, fuck it. Um, but now the way that I see it, I think it should just be blended, blended society. Everyone does everything. So non, what is it called? Non-binary? Non-binary, you know? <laughs> non-binary. I mean, like, I have no problem with people who, you know, who um, only stay to one role, you know? If you want to be masculine and that's all you want to do, like, awesome, dude. You're, you're not doing good for yourself. Or if you want to just be like a woman, like, oh, like, I only do, let's say, feminine things. It's like you're limiting yourself to to just that. I think that's a broad statement, but I think what you're saying is like the bro that's like, no, dude, I don't fucking do that. That's not manly. It's like, all right, well, you're a fucking idiot. Right. Dude, I'm not getting in a Prius, dude. That shit's gay, bro. Yeah, it's like, okay, dude. You're a moron. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, you're only sticking to one thing. And I then the dumb don't. bitch that's like, eh, no, that's gross. That, that's, and it's like she's got fingernails that are way too right. long to fucking function as a human yeah. to wipe her asshole. Go spend $300 to get your tire <laughs> fixed. Yeah. That's just gross. 
yeah, I think it's all this discussion is also very easily to sound like a bigot. <laughs> you know, it's like, like okay, non no bigotry involved. Learn how to like change a tire. Be able to do the laundry, like, and do the dishes. Yeah, my dad didn't know how to do laundry until the day he died. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why I feel like older. Yes, I know what you're saying. Older societies were, yeah, that culture, that culture was just like, wake up, your wife makes you the coffee, I'm going to read the newspaper, and then I'm going to go to work, come back, and that's the status quo. That's exactly what I'm going to do every day. Well, that's the nuclear family. Nuclear family. It w- it's what we were. Our resources will never run out. Right. You can live the American dream by working for the, the company, man. Mm-hmm. Being the company, man, you can get your 401k, all your things, your right. retirement. You can have the car, your dreams. You can buy a second home working for the company. Right. And that's just not the case anymore. No, yeah. Uh, and that's why I feel like everyone should just be blended and, and be able to do both roles. Because now, masculinity, yes, there is a hit on, on masculinity, and it's starting to die out, which I feel like, um, and that's why I say, like, the new generations, like, this non-binary thing, it's like, now they don't even have an identity. They, well, don't, they don't know where to go. Right. That's why they're so, like, aggravated and frustrated. Well, I think it's lack of purpose, lack mm-hmm. of, uh, I mean, lack of identity, like, who am I supposed to be? And I, dude, I definitely suffer from that. I'm a fucking 34 year old e4 corman and i don't know what i want to be when i grow up like i was at the crossroads of getting out of the military it it could still happen like my orders could fall through i not go to italy and i'm just like well dude i am unprepared but i guess i'm getting out like i'm not accepting those bullshit orders yeah because that's what that's what would happen Mm. like well dude what do i do but i know fundamentally as far as i made it so far I could rely on my skill set and tools that I've had instilled and I've worked on to make a living. I could be a paramedic. I could be a firefighter. I could be a policeman, but I don't want to be that last one. I don't really, that's that's not really my thing. I could be a carpenter. I could try and make this work, you know, Mm -hmm. but and and that, that goes into the generational, what, what generation are we? Am I a millennial? I don't know. Whatever. Let's call ourselves millennials. Sure. This millennial generation isn't necessarily incentivized by money, which right. that used to be everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, how are you going to make money? Yeah, the working well, class. Well, no, I mean, once I make it as an artist or whatever, the money will come. But how are you gonna, how are you going to make money? And granted, there's a lot of failures out there yeah. that tried to be the Hollywood actor. Yeah. But if everybody took that advice on, you'll never make money doing it. You would never have anybody living down the street in multi-million dollar mansions. Yeah. Right, right. Being movie stars. Mm-hmm. But as a societal, like, we have no fucking direction to where to go, I think. Yeah. Nowadays. Well, I, I feel like nowadays everyth- everything is kind of just in a, like a, like a faded uh, description of how life should be. Kind of like... I mean, that's why I like reiterate the the new generation because it's like if by now, the only thing you're really latching onto is trendiness mm-hmm. of let's say like this non-binary thing, mm-hmm. right? And then the, let's say, um, like it's like a trend on TikTok apparently that it is like trendy to say you are um, neurodivergent, 
What the? What does that mean? It's like essentially having like a disorder or like like autistic, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like this is what's this is what's important, right? To to get attention, saying this is what I have. Yeah. Um, I mean, like anyone could be diagnosed with anything, but then there's yeah. like the self diagnosis, and and this is the only thing that is at least this new generation what is important to them not getting a job yeah. not being able to learn mm-hmm. you know wh- like studying things like the 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 old generation or at least our generation and the one prior is like you're going to go to you're going to get a job you're going to do something you know meaningful either you I mean I guess it's either military get a good job or go mm-hmm. to college yeah um but now it's starting to fade away and you have people who or kids at least that are not even they have no path so i think it's really more like the parents fault yeah well that's a huge thing that you'll see all these uh at the town halls or whatever someone made it on the news and they're talking oh they're they're children and it's like well they're teaching them in schools and and Hmm. uh, what is it uh cross-dressers teaching or reading books at a library or whatever it's like okay then parent don't take your child to that and then that's not an issue right when your child comes home spend time with them and Mm -hmm. learn what they learned and have an impression on your child moreover um my wife sent me a book when we were on deployed i read the first few chapters but pretty much pulled exactly what i need out of it pretty quickly and it was be your kids number one. Mm. Your kids will stray from the path of, you know, aptitude and uh, goal orientation and being a being an adolescent and like going off and doing drugs and shit. Right. When their friends are number one, when their teachers number one, when their football coach is number one, mm. and like these aren't necessarily bad things. Like your teacher and your yeah. football coach isn't bad for your kid, right. but like. I can definitely tell you my parents weren't number one when I was in high school. Yeah. My, my football coach coach would like teach me some discipline. I'd be like, Oh dude, this is kind of, kind of dig what he's saying. Mm. And then my buddies were mainly my number one. Like, dude, I'm trying to fucking smoke weed, dude. <laughs> and, uh, it's like, be your kids number one. And then they won't stray from the path of what you're trying to teach them and how you're trying to grow them to be an adult. Right. Right. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It gets into a, a dicey area. I know one of my my brothers is going to homeschool his kids. Okay. And I was homeschooled up until eighth grade. And definitely didn't like it. There was definitely some good things. Like I have a strong bond with my mother. Mm. Really good relationship. But I was fucking social retard yeah. probably yeah. till now. Hmm. Still am, you know. <laughs> and um, so he sent me a meme. He's just like. Homeschooling your kids, promising that your kid won't grow up to be a blue-haired communist. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if it, if it really comes down to parenting, then one, the, the child is going to completely latch on immediately what the parent's teaching. Yeah. But I doubt any parent right now is like, oh, like, no, please be completely different than everyone else, you know, diagnose yourself with autism, you know, do all this crazy shit. I doubt the parents are going to do that or, or teach them that. So it's, 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 I guess it is 50, 50. Like the kid is not getting like the sociological norms Mm -hmm. that they should probably know just to, you have to fit in. Right. 
You know, you well, have to have a community. Yeah. Well, so I'll say this. We're at a pizza place with the kids. The kids are riling up, right? And my wife is like, ah. And then I'm like, just relax. Hey, they're being kids. They're climbing all over. This place is kind of a shithole pizza, pizza restaurant. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not really worried about it. She goes, well, I wasn't raised that way, and I don't want my kids to act that way. I go, yeah, but just relax. Just let them eat pizza and kind of be little monsters a little bit. You yeah, know? yeah. She goes, well, how are they going to learn? By seeing how we act. Yeah. When we're not climbing over the seats to do whatever, be it round and playing. Right. As they mature, they'll emulate us more. And I need to get off my phone, you know. But, like, these children that are on TikTok or even adults that are pretty much fully matured on TikTok saying this banana's shit yeah. about their neurological impaired whateverness right, right. they don't have good examples <laughs> they don't have good examples of what i would say a studious adult is yeah. someone that wakes up and does do partially now i don't agree with 100 percent of being the businessman but like there's a point in your life where you need to wake up and grind yeah you need to whether it's sign yourself up for the military Mm. and you don't have to be a gunner, dude. You don't have to be out there running and gunning and shooting. You can be a clerical worker. You can be supply. You can do all these other things besides be a shooter and they'll pay for your, they'll pay for your college. They'll do all this shit. Now maybe you don't believe in the principles. Okay. Join the Peace Corps. They have benefits too. Yeah. So, um, I just don't believe that. First of all, I think I kind of agree with the the bro jogans out there that in 25 years, social media will be looked at like cigarettes. Just like, I can't believe you did that around your child. You put your child on social media. You're out of your mind. Yeah. There's you, know some what, you know what these 15 second clips on TikTok is doing to your brain? Yeah. We're just not there yet. But dude, they have dialed it in. They're all in the scrolling. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's next? What's next? What's yeah. next? Consumer. Well, yeah, YouTube does the little tiles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 15 seconds. Ooh, nice. I see that. A little dopamine. Yeah. A little dopamine. I go over to TikTok. No, not TikTok. I don't fucking use that communist shit. YouTube, uh, YouTube or Snapchat. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, what is this Karen doing? Oh, right. little tiles. Oh, yeah. Jim fails. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to yeah. keep watching this. I'm going to keep on watching. And you'll see, you'll see the same video actually make it up in a string of videos. And it's just like, I've seen that one video before. Yeah. Anyway, what's this next video? Uh-huh. And it's like, yeah. oh, dude, we're we're on this dopamine fucking trip, constantly just banging our brains a little bit of a little bit of dope, dude. Let me right. do a little bit of dope. When now I say projects, projects are fun for me. I get to distract myself or fucking mm-hmm. work on something. Maybe make my yard into grass or whatever. Yeah. Fix my truck. And I can go drive my truck and put my kid in the back seat and go have a fun time. Mm-hmm. I think people are divergent to that. I don't think people are setting a goal working towards it, not having it accomplished instantly, and then later on having it accomplished, I think we're moving away from that. I feel like people are just taking life for granted. I feel like every, every everything is taken for granted nowadays, um, which causes laziness, mm-hmm. and it causes um, misdirection. Mm-hmm. I'm, not even sa- I'm, not, I'm not saying that anyone who says they're non-binary or that they're neurodivergent or those people are misguided. I think that they just don't have a proper identity that they can identify with. Yeah. So they, they find something that makes them 
to themselves feel meaningful yeah or that they that they hold weight that they actually um are worth something because they're part of something well i think it kind of maybe ties into the fact that the working class is disappearing yeah uh, i think it was theo vaughn and he, he made an anecdote he's like dude Remember back in the day when, like, kids' dads did something? And be like, dude, my dad made that table. Yeah. He's a carpenter, dude. He makes tables. Yeah. My dad works at GM, dude. He makes cars. Mm-hmm. We're a GM family. Right. We're in, we're in GM cars because that's what Pop makes. Mm-hmm. Or I'm a – my dad drives for uh, Coca-Cola. He's a truck driver, and everywhere he goes, he's dropping off Coca-Cola. We're a Coca-Cola family. Right. And it's like people used to have that, uh, what Pride. is it, nationalism? Yeah, nationalism, patriotism. Patriotism, nationalism. Yeah. And now the working class is dissolving a little bit from the free checks from COVID and the, uh, what is the other thing? The, um, dude, COVID did it to us. Yeah, well, that's what that spy was saying about, or that CIA dude was saying about, like, our economy is in the shitter right now. Well, if you want to be real paranoid, how about China caused COVID to destroy our culture? How about... COVID was a scare tactic to see how we would react, then to let us loosen down on everything, get rid of the mask, and be anti-vaccine, and then mm-hmm. hit us with something real. That's paranoid. That's 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 even more paranoid. I don't live that way, but no, if no. you think about it. It's possible. It's possible. Anything's possible. Then we nuke them, fucks. <laughs> nah, we're too <laughs> far in their pocket, dude. You gotta bleep, you gotta <laughs> bleep that. Why? Paranoid. Nuking the bing bongs, dude? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'll bleep that. Yeah, that one's bad. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um i don't know if i will i kind of like that <laughs> i mean you said i'll make i'll dub it over to you to make it you make say me it. say yeah. it yeah um i wouldn't say that like i i actually would never say that um our the generation that follows us is doomed no but i feel like they are misguided uh yeah but i think it pretty much i think they're all in uh a quarter life crisis and it's going to take some people for examples to um go in the the right direction i think people like jordan peterson joe rogan dude like almost any podcaster or any guy that makes a table i follow tons of carpenters Mm -hmm. i remember telling my mom like if i get out i might become like a youtube carpenter Mm -hmm. or like a carpenter like not gonna make any money doing that well it's like almost a quadruple like beneficiary thing as you make a product, you sell it, mm-hmm. you film it, you make money off the video. Yeah. Then you get sponsors to maybe even sponsor your materials or sponsor the tools. Therefore bringing your cost down to zero or just your cost is like positive, which is like on yeah. an accounting thing. It's like, Oh, I got paid money to do everything here and sell the product on top of it. And then, um, I don't know what the fourth thing would be, but. You'd be feeding the machine. Feeding what machine? YouTube? Consumerism. If you're a consumer, right? So then yeah. with that, I feel like you would just be feeding the machine. But for, for people like me, those examples of this dude in Oklahoma called, called Puddin's Fab Shop. Yeah. Dude does not live at a nice house. Pudding's Fab. Puddin. Fa- Putin. Putin. He's a cool dude, man. He's got like 200,000 subscribers. He's from He's Russia, Putin? <laughs> no, it's the nickname. <laughs> Old Putin. He's Old building Putin. a new house. He just bought a shop with property, building a new house on the front of it, moving out of his old brownstone. Mm. Um, he builds jalopy cars. Nice. 
he sells merch and it's like, and then another dude quit being an air force pilot or some sort of pilot in the military officer pilot in the military quit makes tables up in Oregon has a YouTube channel, sells his tables for 10, 15,000 per sponsored by tool companies, sponsors material, makes money off of YouTube Makes money off of his things. Crafts. Makes money off of advertising. Yeah, that's the, the the fourth thing I forgot. He also makes money off of advertising the tools he's using. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, yeah. Would you be? But you, that, that gives me to these guys are still working class, but they put themselves into their own category. Own category yeah. as they're not just a waiter. They're not just a truck driver. Mm-hmm. They're doing something they're passionate about. And like, dude, I really like this. I just don't know if I have enough people to talk to. I'm being dead serious. Like, that was one of the things I was afraid of getting out of the military. This is a military-based podcast. Right. If I get out and I'm just sitting in Texas kind of isolated, like, does anybody want to come on to my <laughs> podcast? Well, there's no more milkman. So to to <laughs> if you had a milkman, yeah. you could be like, hey, man, could you just. Yeah. Just just, <laughs> hey, you're a postal worker, right? Yeah. DOD? No. What you want to talk on the mic for a little bit? He's like, "What are you talking about?" I, I don't know. I just figured I'd ask if you wanted to be on my podcast. <laughs> um, you one of them gay boys, huh? <laughs> you you know you're inviting me in your house to do some crazy stuff on camera. I heard about you gay boys out here. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Go home. You stay here. Um, yeah, I don't know. Generation, it's different. It's different, man. Sound like boomers, but what is it? Uh, our Hard times make hard men. Yeah. And uh, hard men make. Hard times make hard men. Hard times make hard men. Hard men make soft times. Soft soft times times make make soft soft men. men. Mm -hmm. And then soft men make hard times. And then it just, it takes a couple different, you know what I'm saying? It's generations, yeah. Yeah, it takes generations to like get back to the Mm -hmm. getting yourself out of poverty into a successful place. And then yeah. making it easy for your kids. Like, it's the whole, like, generational with your kids. You make money to support your kids, and then your kid has it easy. Mm-hmm. Kid doesn't takes everything for granted. Yeah. And then when they have kids, they have nothing to give to them because their dad gave them everything. Right. And then their kids have to get out of the squalor. Yep. Just vicious cycle. Vicious cycle, dude. Let's nuke vicious. them all. Just kill everyone. Let's get out of here, dude. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that was a good stint right there. Generations. Good, or you want to keep going? It's up to you. It's your podcast. We got six minutes left. For what? Three until hours? Until three hours? With with about five minutes of bullshit in the front. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope everyone is willing to listen to that banter about generations. So something I need you to do with this is actually get it onto another platform. Because podcasts. a lot of people... Do you have to pay to put it on podcasts, on Apple Podcasts? No. So it's a little bit confusing, and I finally figured out why it was so confusing. You would think, like YouTube... So here's the deal. Not everybody pays for YouTube like me. Mm-hmm. I consume YouTube probably 99% out of all media is YouTube because I like car restorations and this and that, and Joe Rogan or whatever. Mm-hmm. So... um. But I'll, I'll get from people like, oh, is it on Spotify? Is it on Apple? Like, yeah. Well, no. Like, well, dude, I can't just like listen in my car because I have to have the video playing. Because when you click out and you don't pay for YouTube, it just like turns, turns off. off. Yeah. Um, 
And so getting on, I don't know about Spotify, but getting on Apple, it has to be a certain file type. Mm. And just having it created from whatever editor I has isn't that way. And in order to upload it to it, you have to send it to there. You have to have some sort of establishment, which mainly is the file type. Fuck. And then, so you use a website that converts it to the file, oh. and then it lets you upload to each one of like Spotify, YouTube, na 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 na, and all these different platforms. And I've started to do that once, and I was just like, ah, I'm not going to do that right now. You have to hire a Jamie, or I could do like Putin's Fab Shop and do everything myself, and let this die out when I go to Italy and I don't have a third room and. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what, what, what happens for this. And then, no. yeah, and then everybody deploys in like three weeks. Um, when are you leaving? Probably September, mm. August, September. Um, so I'm a weird thing. You ever heard of HYT Plus? Yeah. Do you know what it is or no? Yeah, I just hi- found out about it. Higher tenure and you're probably enlisted? No. Um, uh, then I don't know what it is. So it's everybody that would normally be forced out of the military uh, because oh, of too right. much time and grade yeah. are getting like three, four-year extensions, not re-enlistments. Hmm. They're getting obliserve for three years. So I'm about to not re-enlist, but obliserve to the military once I get orders to go to Italy for three years, for however long they need me to go to Italy for. Yeah, because the Navy's is hurting because all these goddamn millennials won't join the fucking. You don't want to nuke China? Come on, <laughs> you got to be a part of it, dude. That's like one of the, the like the only things that um, I feel like they're really worried about is just Manning. Yeah, and they're also like, why, why can't we keep people? It's like, well, you treat us like shit until yeah. it's time to like, oh God, we're down twenty percent on this personnel. Mm-hmm. Let's offer them this, this, and that, and. Did you ever, um, I just learned about it, uh, the McPun on Reddit? McPun answers Reddit? No. Dude, I mean, you can't, I guess you could. Reddit's a... Dude, this was the same thing. I got out, I got out of the Marine Corps when it was the first non-infantry commandant took over. I think it was like General Amos or Mm. something. And uh, he was an air winger. And it was still in between services. Somehow, I don't know why, but uh, it was him on a YouTube clip, and he was talking about how he answered the internet. And they, they asked people to write in, and um, he was going to answer the comments, or some, I forget. And it's like the same thing with the Mikpon, but they, they had a video of this, this general. He's just like, you know, everybody was just so rude. You know, we were really surprised and shocked of, of the vulgarity that we got. And it's just like, you're an old man that doesn't understand the internet. The yeah. anonymity that comes with being behind a screen and a keyboard. Yeah, You okay. can say whatever you want, so long as your name pretty much isn't in the title of your, yeah. your Pre- tag. Prepared to get roasted. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And the same thing. It's like... uh I was just kind of skimming through McPun answers Reddit. And it's just like, how come all my friends keep fucking killing themselves? And yeah. like, well, if you would like to message the office or here's a suicide hotline. And they're like, I fucking re-enlisted four times and I can't get a fucking bonus. And then, well, if you would message to McPun's office, we can maybe help you with that. Yeah, yeah. 
Because they feel like they, they, that no one would reach out. I came from overseas, and they fucked my orders over, and I fucking couldn't get, blah, 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 and my home goods got lost. And that. Well, if yeah. you would, and like. The same shit every time. Yeah, and people start commenting, like, is this a fucking, like, bot answering this shit? This is yeah. a joke. And like, no, this is no joke. If you would just, and like, it just got to a silly point where I quit reading it, but it was this. The person has been in for probably 35 years. I yeah. don't know. That's easily look look up really <laughs> educated podcast here. Okay. But this person's probably on the older side. Yeah. And thinks that Reddit answer the internet is a good idea. And that they will be <laughs> able to sort the shit storm of comments that comes their way right, yeah. in a positive light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just contact the the office. Just contact the McPun's office. This was we'll me contacting the McPun's yeah. office. I contacted them on Reddit. I don't understand why. Yeah. Well, we tried to answer them all, but we got fifty six million comments. <laughs> I can't. We haven't that had that many military <laughs> service members in the entire United States Navy <laughs> since its creation, so we don't know where all these people came from. Yeah. Yeah, it's not even just. Russian bot six nine has a question: Why the comrades are so low? <laughs> yeah, where do you have your military yeah. uh, installations throughout the whole nation? Yeah. yeah, a lot of intuitive GPS coordinates were asked. <laughs> well, if you if you contact the office of the if you contact the McPond's <laughs> yeah. office, we would be glad. It's just you are it's just bond. San Miguel. Yeah, hello, this is the McPond's office. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you come down here, I'll show you. Fucking asshole. Yeah, fucking asshole. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah dude. Fucking, I'll try and get my rifle from the fucking armor. I don't <laughs> have one anymore. I didn't know I, I needed cards. Shoot him in the fucking face. I didn't give him a goddamn <laughs> gun. Yeah, I lost the fucking cards. What's <laughs> it to you? I didn't give a shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, man. That was a good. Thanks for coming, dude. Thanks for coming. All right. Thanks for coming on my podcast. Thanks for coming, dude. Thanks for coming. Two idiots talking. <laughs> It does it automatically. I don't need to do <laughs> yeah. it anymore. It's not analog anymore. Yeah. My tailbone always hurts. Really? Oh. Tailbone just hurts for nothing. <laughs>